You're listening to the Overcast. Sunshine on a cloudy day. Part of the Oversoul Gaming Channel. Hello there everyone and welcome to the Overcast, the entertainment podcast focused on fun. I am your host Justin aka Oversoul and my co-host is Nick aka The Vaping Fiend and we're bringing you sunshine on a cloudy day. In the previous episode, we discussed the best games of every console generation and we only got through generations 1 through 6. So in this episode, we will be continuing that discussion and finishing it by discussing Generations 7 through current and all of the handhelds as well. Thanks for listening and enjoy. sure we could spend uh decades talking about the sixth generation especially the ps2 that 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 old chonky boy had a lot to offer but oh absolutely it did (laughs) time is of the essence so we'll move on over into gen 7 which is admittedly the time when i started taking gaming more seriously the uh introduction the introduction of achievements and trophies made me more prone to care about things and games that I didn't before, like collectibles and shit. So I mm-hmm. uh, I started becoming a bit of a completionist. Um, so yeah. this, yeah, we have the Xbox 360, the PlayStation 3, and the Nintendo Wii here in Gen 7. Now, man, I had two of these systems. I had the PlayStation 3, and I had the Nintendo Wii. Although I did get the Wii first, I didn't get my PlayStation 3 till. Actually, right around when Grand Theft Auto Five came out, um, I had my PS3 bundled with Grand Theft Auto Five, and I mentioned earlier in one of the earlier gens, PS2, actually, yeah, <laughs> Gen Six, um, PlayStation Two saw three PlayStations, Grand Theft Auto Five has seen three PlayStation. <laughs> oh, um... You you said three PlayStations twice. So I think you meant to say the PS2 had three Grand Theft Auto games, and Grand Theft Auto Five has been on three PlayStation systems. That. <laughs> I had a moment. <laughs> right. I had a okay. moment. And, uh, the PS3... The PS3 also had Grand Theft Auto Four. Uh... It sure did. <laughs> had it before five uh the ps3 also had might as well since you started that we'll talk about it some of the most infamous <laughs> get it infamous playstation yeah exclusives yes to ever to ever hit the market including absolutely uh yes. uncharted infamous, um, uncharted oh i can't believe uh, i can't believe okay like i when i think god of war these days i think ps3 for some reason but truth be told god of war actually started on the ps2 and somehow i missed that it sure um, did and and but the ps3 had the the remasters of god of war one and two and i think that might have actually been one of the first remasters there was a ps that was there ever was a PS- made there was a PSP God of War game too. 
Yes, and there was two of them, actually. Chains of Olympus and Ghost of Sparta, and they, too, got a remastered collection on the PS3. Yes, God they of did. War Origins collection. And yes. then we had God of War 3 and God of War Ascension on as, as well. Absolutely. So, a whole plethora of it. Pretty, basically every God of War game before the 2018 soft reboot was on the PS3. Mm-hmm. And then God, uh, God of War 3 got remastered for PS4 down the line. And then, of course, Uncharted, Uncharted 1, 2, and 3. And what's funny is... The first Uncharted game came out in, what I want to say, 2008, and PlayStation didn't introduce trophies until 2009. Xbox actually mm-hmm. did it first. But yep. this, was the, this was the era of um, uh, when game consoles started being connected to the internet, and therefore games could get patched. Um, and this is uh-huh. when that shit started. And so Uncharted, the first one, was later patched to have trophies. So... Um, that was something they did with some, but not all, of their old systems. You want to know a PS3 exclusive that's pretty much impossible to find a physical copy of anymore? Um, What's that? Heavenly Sword. Oh, Heavenly Sword. I believe yeah. it. You know the what one, one of my Narico? favorite... Yeah, you know what one of my favorite PlayStation 3 games was? And I wish that they would remaster this shit. And, and, and tweak it a little bit to, uh, like, like, update it with the, with the, with the more... Uh, updated roster playstation all-stars battle royale oh, it's basically play i would just want a full-fledged sequel to be honest that fair fair enough you're not wrong yeah exactly yeah no yeah so yeah that that would basically include like the the updated roster and shit um oh yeah but yeah oh dude they could do so much it's basically they, they, they PlayStation's version of Super Smash Brothers for the Nintendo. Yeah, admittedly not as good, but I still loved it, though. I th- The major caveat, I think, for a lot of people was that it was way easier because the only way you could kill people was with Supers, and Smash Brothers was more about knocking them out of the ring, you know? Yeah, um, pretty much. So, uh, but the idea was similar, and I love those cross brawlers. Not a huge fan of regular fighting games, you know, like Tekken, Mortal Kombat, Street Fighter, all that stuff. I do like to watch mm-hmm. them, not so much, not so much play them. Um, but that I could say that about a lot of game genres. Pretty much anything except for sports games, I like to watch. <laughs> um, but not all Fair things enough. do I like to play. You know, Fair um, you know, and then yeah, you like got games like uh... do the hard work. <laughs> Yeah, games like uh, Mortal Kombat whoa, whoa. Ten. Uh, Mortal no, Mortal Kombat Ten came out on that nine. Was, that was a P, that was PS4. That nine was on the PS3. That's when they started ah, the new Mortal, franchise. Mortal Kombat Nine. I had the complete edition uh, with Freddy Krueger. I want to circle back there a second. I want to circle back a second because I do say PlayStation All Stars. Um, I got the. Uh, that's one of the. Uh, that game was on the Vita as well. I should mention. Was it? Um, they had a Vita counterpart. Yep, I had both. Nice. Versions. Um, the version I bought actually entitled me to a Vita download. Like it was nice. Um, so I bought the PS3 version. That's when they started introducing the cross buy thing. You buy one, get the other for free. Nice. So, um, that was a thing with a lot of PS3 games. Actually, buy the PS3 version, get the Vita version for free. Um, okay. And then they did that with. Um, they, that that still goes on to this day 
for games that have PS5 and PS4 versions. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, what's crazy about that is that you download, you can have both the PS5 and PS4 version installed separately on your PS5 of a game, and they both have separate save files and separate trophy lists, so you can double dip for the trophy hunters out there. Hell yeah. Um, <laughs> so, um, but PlayStation All-Stars, I want to say, if they were to make a sequel, what's the dream roster, right? So obviously it'd have to have Aloy from Horizon. It, you know. It'd have to have um, an up, the updated uh, Kratos from God of War. Cause right, Kratos... so they do like a Link thing where like in the new Smash Bros, he's got his Breath of the Wild costume, so mm-hmm. the new Kratos would be old old with a beard and have his new, yeah, and have an yeah. axe, the Leviathan axe. And... Let's see, um, you'd have... Um... Oh, what was the other updated lock- ratchet from Rift yeah. Apart? It, uh, or, what was the other? What was the other? It would have it, Rivet would read be my a mind. character too. You read my mind. I forgot the other Lombax's name. <laughs> Rivet. Yeah, yeah. She would be like R- Ratchet Shadow Fighter. You know, yeah, like the, um, yeah. Like, like as his you super know, like, or uh, something. Like the Dark Samus to his Samus. You know? Yes, exactly. Oh, let's so see. she would be her own separate character, but she would basically be like a clone character of Ratchet, you know? Right. Let's see. What is, an, what um, is another one? Well, they had Big Daddy in the first one, so I wonder if they, they could did. get something from Bioshock Infinite, you know? Like Maybe. If, uh, like one of the the, hand, the handymen or something. Yeah. Um, oh, I'm try- oh, Delson, Delson Rowe from Infamous Second Son. Yes. Yes. Yeah, he would be up. He would actually replace Cole because and these would Cole all doesn't exist after the second game. These would all be PlayStation exclusive characters too. So uh, that, well, not not all of them because there were some third party characters in the original, like uh, Big Daddy and Raiden uh, from yeah, Metal Gear Solid and Dante from Devil May Cry. Fair enough. So yeah, true. Um, uh, so I'm trying to think what would be... Well, now if they did one, they could have Clive from Final Fantasy sixteen since that's an exclusive at the moment. They could have, um... Oh, what's his name? The, I dare say even Noctis from fifteen. Maybe even, uh... Maybe even the main villain in Hogwarts Legacy... Okay, is that game an exclusive? It's not. It would be. It would be. I I do. I do. But there. But place. But PlayStation does an exclusive or part of the game that no other platform has. I think they would probably be better off pulling from their closer license first party and like people they're friends with because. Uh, for something like that, they'd have to give money to WB, you know. That's and they, yeah. I'm not sure if they want to do that for the license. That's that. Um, that makes I'm sense. I'm just trying yeah. to think. Perhaps, perhaps Cal Kestis from Jedi Survivor. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. yeah, hell yeah. If if we're looking at possible third party characters in our our dream roster, an updated Nathan Drake from Uncharted Four. Yep. Yes, sir. Um. Oh fuck. Um. Oh man. Yeah, I'm, ch- I'm just trying to think. There could be... Um, maybe they could dig into the old... Since they're getting, like, remasters and stuff, bring in uh, Gex the Gecko. Yes! Um, as a character. Yes. Because he was a PlayStation original. Hell yeah. Pull from the so, old games. 
Yeah, some stuff like that. I'm just trying to think. Spyro. Oh, um, 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 Death, De- Death Stranding. Um, Spyro the, the Dragon. The main dude Crash from Bandicoot. Death... Uh, they're owned by Activision now. That's true. And Activision is being bought by Xbox if all that shit goes through. So, um, true. Uh, let's see. I no, yeah, I'm thinking that. the main dude from Death Stranding would probably be one. Okay, um, I forget his name though. Norman Reedus's character. Yeah. Um, and then <laughs> it's they have to do. They need a level, a level based on PT, the playable teaser for that canceled Silent Hill game. Yes, that needs to be like one of the arenas. Yes, you know, absolutely. And like, and like Lisa, Lisa the creepy ghost lady, is a stage hazard in that one. Mm-hmm. You know, that would be something. I'm trying to think what else. they'd have to have a level based on Infamous Second Son. Um, I'd like to see a level based in the Final Fantasy VII remake world, but I don't expect to see. Cloud or Sephiroth because they're already in Smash Bros. But maybe they could get Zack. They could even as a do. Fighter, uh, you know, they could even pull some characters from uh, Final Fantasy 16. That's what I was saying earlier. Clive, uh, Clive Rossfield, the main character from 16, and maybe Jill, maybe his sister Jill as well. Maybe, yeah. Well, stepsister technically. Not to get too deep into it, but what she are you is doing, technically his stepsister. <laughs> they because they adopted, um, they adopted her, uh, his family, and uh, you know when they meet again in later life and they're both adults and stuff, there is some romantic tension between them, and it's weird on account of her almost basically being his sister. And I was like, you know, I realize that this is basically just like. Final Fantasy presents Game of Thrones, but did they really have to go that far? <laughs> right. Oh, uh, anyways, though, because I mean, um, it's 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 no secret that okay. So this this goes without saying. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna veer off for for a brief second. It's no secret that uh, Cersei was sleeping with her brother Jamie Lannister. It's 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 no secret. No, no secret, no secret. <laughs> Yeah. This is different, though. I guess they don't really... I guess they didn't... It It was... Uh, I mean, this does take place in medieval times, but still. <laughs> it, yeah. <laughs> it gives... It definitely gives off a Game of Thrones vibe. I will say this, though. Like, as... As much as it does, there are some moments where the Final Fantasy parts of it start to leak in, and it does start to feel kind of anime, but not in, like the cartoony anime way that we're used to from the other ones. It's definitely more of like a uh dark and serious thing. It's just that like it's got Oh you know, yeah, like absolutely. Big, got almost like a the... almost like almost like Cowboy Bebop dark kind of dark. Or even um Yeah, I could uh, say Death something Note. like that. Death Note. It's even. just because it's like it's funny because it's a bit of a tone shift because one minute it's like, my yeah. lord, my lady, sword fights and duels, you know, and shit like that, and, um, mm-hmm. you know, and like knights in shining armor and shit, and then the next minute people are like floating in the air and bashing into each other with giant colored orbs, <laughs> you know, <laughs> Dragon Ball Z style, <laughs> so, <laughs> yup. 
Yeah, oh, I fucking love it. But anyways, um, I'm getting way ahead of myself. That's a PS5 game. But yeah, still on the PS3. So many great memories on this one. I like to point out a few of them. They um, did a Twisted Metal game on the PS3, which the game itself was ultimately disappointing. But a lot of the good memories I have from it is when people used to come over and play the game with me. I think you'll remember this. Hi. And yes, I do. This I game, do remember that very well. The, you and several people. I think we actually had enough for like four you, player dis- destruction. Honestly, bro, you are you are the reason behind my love for Twisted Metal. You introduced so, me to it. So this, um, so yeah, and we played, you know, multiplayer deathmatch and shit like that. And I distinctly remember this being one of the few PS3 games where you could pull up the XMB, that's what they called it back then, the cross-media bar, um, and you could um, play your own music. And I had a playlist dedicated specifically Mm -hmm. to that game. Um, Hell yeah. Yes. um, And uh, I... I can't remember if we could do that with PlayStation All-Stars or not as well, but I do remember a game game called Beat Hazard Ultra where the game was actually dependent on the the music on your hard drive to play. It was like a a twin-stick shooter where you'd shoot these incoming enemies and obstacles to the beat of whatever song you chose to play. It was was like, reminded me of Audio Surf, which I haven't talked about because we we didn't cover PC in any of this. And I'll just, I'll, Mm -hmm. you know, set aside a little bit for it, but as far as like, that goes, if you know, there's one like game that um, comes to mind immediately when I think of PC exclusives. It's Audio Surf, and that was another game that let you do shit based off the music on your hard drive. You know, I wanna, um, I wanna remin, I wanna reminisce about the hardware for the PlayStation Three real quick. So there's oh, one you mean thing the, that uh, alien ass cell architecture stuff that made it hard for third party developers to make games. No. I'm talking about the fact that you could go online and pull themes and load them onto your PlayStation 3 and have, oh, like, yeah. custom, custom dynamic themes. themes. Yep. I miss yep. that. I wish they would do yeah. something like that with the PlayStation 5, but... People have been asking for that since the PS4, and I think the reason that they don't do it anymore, and they haven't said this out loud, but I have my suspicions, uh, so this is not confirmed, take it with a grain of salt, but my guess is that because people used to make pornographic themes, uh, custom themes. That is so. exactly why. I, I guarantee it. Because I, I, I stumbled upon a couple myself. I may or may not have downloaded them and put them on my PS3, but that's neither here or there. <laughs> yeah. yeah um, so they... Um, I think they just didn't like that their people were using their characters for some of that as well yeah yeah so but yeah it was it was basically a big copyright licensing mess more than anything yeah Um, pretty much so but yeah the ps3 had open source software way more than you it was built on a linux like the original ps3s like the very very first ones that came out actually allowed you to install a linux operating system on it and then people started hacking the system and jailbreaking it so they removed that feature later but makes sense yeah. 
Also, the original fat PS3 that came out that was like piano gloss black that only yep, had like a I six, remember it. 60, 60 gig hard drive and it was $600. That motherfucker. Yep. And we, I will admit the PS3 had a terrible launch lineup. It was like three games. Um, but Jesus Christ. Uh, I think one of them was a Gran Turismo game, though. Um Okay. But yeah, I, I distinctly remember, though, the big deal with the original PS3. The original PS3 controllers, by the way, were not the DualShock 3. They were the 6-axis. They were, like, very light Ooh. and cheap-feeling. They didn't have the rumble in them yet, so that was, like, holding, like, a basically empty... It felt empty inside, you know? There was no weight Really? To it. But it did have the ability, you know, it did have, like, the motion sensor thing, right? So one of the first demos they put on the PlayStation Store, which was a new thing on the PS3, was for this game called Super Rub-A-Dub, where you're, like, tilting the controller to tilt this table around to make the ducks move around, the rubber ducks move around and get them into the to the goal, you know, around the obstacles. Okay. Yeah, and it was basically just a tech demo to show you how the motion sensor worked on the controller. It was cool. Um, yeah, so many PS3 memories, especially then they started uh, PS1 classics. You could download and emulate PS1 and PS2 classics on there. And the original the uh, PS3s actually were backwards compatible with PS2 games. Every PS3 Hell was backwards yeah. compatible with PS1 discs, but only the original launch ones were compatible backwards compatible with ps2 discs um that makes sense i had the the very last ps3 i had the one that had the slide top which was really nice i missed that the thing. super slim yeah the ps3 had several yes. there was like the original fat version then there was the slim version then there was the super slim yeah Mm-hmm. yeah that was uh and each one was a little bit better you know hardware and um yeah, I uh, I really really I I really miss my PS3. Like I had so many hours put in on Skyrim on that. It's not even funny. Dude. Yeah. I lost all of that. Yep, you told yep, me before. My ex made me um, pawn it, and I never got it back. My um. Skyrim was one of my PS3 Platinums. That was actually the first, like, I, th I distinctly remember the very first Platinum I ever got was Assassin's Creed 2 on the PS3. It was either that or the Saw video game that could yeah. not be made that was basically played like, it played like Silent Hill, but it was in the Saw universe. Um, yeah, um... Decent games back then, hard to go back to mm -hmm. now, but there's a memory, Saw and Saw 2 Flesh and Blood were a couple games I played on the PS3. PS3 was actually my introduction to horror games. I checked out the demos for games like Siren and Bioshock and mm -hmm. stuff like that, and admittedly, I was noping out of things super quick back then, but these days, but, you know, I after... You know, just out of morbid curiosity and also because I started watching a bunch of horror movies around mm -hmm. that time... You know, um, that's when the Saw franchise was at its peak and shit like that. So I eventually just kind of powered through it and I was like, ooh, I like horror games. Well, I have a love-hate relationship with them like Batman and the Joker, but <laughs> it works. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, I'm in a toxic relationship you know, my... with horror games, <laughs> so just so you know. Um, you know what one of my favorite games was? Hmm. Red Dead Redemption. Yep, that was a PS3 game as well. I never did sure was. finish it, but you know, Neither it was one of those I. games where I, 
I had the ending spoiled for me and kind of lost my motivation to go back. But Fair I made enough. it halfway through. I made it down to Mexico in that game, so um, See, I, I liked it. I don't it. think I even got that far. I, I was It was basically like Grand Theft Auto, but in the Wild West. Mm-hmm, Grand Theft Mammal. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. I got the trophy for for t- uh, tying up a lady and putting her on the train tracks and watching her get run over. Oh, jeez. Yeah, that's you an got actual a trophy thing. for murdering somebody. Yeah, sometimes or, games make you do things. There's an achievement slash trophy in Lollipop Chainsaw for looking up the character's skirt. And I or swear, should I say unliving? Like, so here's the thing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so that achievement trophy I just mentioned in Lollipop Chainsaw, another PS3 and 360 game, by the way, uh, which Lollipop was a really Chainsaw, fun. Yep. F- Really fun game uh, with. Tara I regret never the main character. I regret never playing that game because uh, I would totally I'd, play that now. So the thing about that game is, oh yeah, because it, it's not scary or nothing. It's just like really over the top. You're literally running around killing zombies with a chainsaw as a cheerleader, and it's like yeah. very goofy, like like um like you know stickers and unicorns type shit. You know, it's very. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> um, I regret yeah. not playing it. But what's what's funny about it is that there's a trophy slash achievement in that game for looking up the character's skirt, and <laughs> there are two people who get these trophies. Right, one is the legitimate trophy slash achievement hunters that are trying to get a hundred percent in the game, so they're gonna have to do it anyways. And two is the people who do it because they are um, being perverted, and so they're, they're not expecting a trophy or achievement to pop, and then it does, and now it's forever on their profile, so people know what they did in that game. The trophy is there to call them out. So Giggity. If, so if you look at someone's <laughs> trophy or achievement list, and they have that on it, and they, and they don't have a complete list... That means they were they were being naughty, but if they Giggity. have a complete f- if they have a complete full list, then that means that they were being legit. <laughs> so You're it's right, a shame exactly. trophy. It's a shame trophy, and it's it not really the only is. One. It's not the no? only one. There are actually a lot of games that do shit like that. Yes, um, <laughs> uh, it's kind of funny, actually. But uh, yeah, holy shit! Um, and uh, looking at the uh, the the three sixty. Um, the Xbox 360. That's when Fable came in. Fable and uh, Fable Two, uh, mm-hmm. or no, Fable, not not Fable. Fable Two and Fable Three. The first Fable was. They did a remaster of the first Fable on the 360. Called the Anniversary uh, Anniversary Collection, and then several Halo games. I want to say from three all the way to four, which sounds crazy, but there was actually three Reach, ODST, and four. So there was four of them. And they also uh, remastered the first one with the, um, I think they called it the Anniversary Collection. So, mm-hmm. um, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and Gears of War got its start on the 360, which I played through the first one with, I want to say Kyle, actually. Um, and I remember him and uh, his good friend Ryan... You remember him. They were big fans of that franchise. They played through all of the games together. There was one, two, three, and Judgment mm-hmm. um, on the 360. 
So, um, big, hunky, testosterone games where you're playing as dudes who, like, have fucking watermelon-sized biceps because they eat steroids for breakfast and Mm -hmm. (laughs) fucking (laughs) the heads of punks for dinner, you know? (laughs) And, Mm -hmm. you know, they can fucking smash a cantaloupe with their bare hands. Um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, they got the big guns and the blah, 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 and when they're walking, it goes thump, 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 you know, and everything's brown and gray it's you know it was in that era it was in the era of the gate where every game was brown you know like every game had a brown color palette <laughs> um mm-hmm. including red dead redemption <laughs> um, yep. um but yeah no um i play no but they're the hidden gems for me on the xbox 360 was actually they had a few jrpgs i don't think people knew about they had See, um lost odyssey I didn't, I didn't get any time with the xbox 360 I never had oh, an Xbox fine. 360. I did. That's why I'm talking about it. <laughs> um, Fair enough. Lost Odyssey, which a lot of people say was a better Final Fantasy than Final Fantasy 13. Um, it was good. It was good. It's in that vein um, of it, it feels it's it's a turn based JRPG, but it's got a much more serious tone to it. Yeah, um, and graphics. But there was also a few others like The Last Remnant and Blue Dragon. Um, mm-hmm. Some stuff like that. Uh, I'm trying to think. Um, I, the Crackdown games were on the Xbox, but I never really played those. Um, and I, I played a bunch of third-party stuff on there. Um, I know I, I know I mostly just played the exclusives on it but after a while i kind of had a slightly decent collection for the 360 yeah i actually i still have i have the original arcade one that had like a 120 gig hard drive and it's a big chunky white one um and came with the xbox arcade disc and all that it still works the the disc tray is weird you have to like have a disc in it already in order for it to behave and pop out. Um, and then you got to put mm. the next, next disc in there quickly or else it'll close. And then you got to fight to get it open again. But yeah, outside of that, any... it works just fine. Never red ringed, weirdly enough. Um, nice. But yeah, that was a, that was a hell of a time. Um, and then the Nintendo Wii. Man, this oh, was... Uh, dude. This, this is... was the innovative one. They did the motion controls, and I guess I guess we should probably, if we're going to talk about the Nintendo Wii's motion controls, we should probably talk about also how the PS3 stole the idea with the PlayStation Move controllers later before down the we move on to, b- Before we move on to the, uh, the, the Wii, I did want to mention a couple more PlayStation games. How could we forget okay. Heavy Rain and oh, Beyond yes. Two Souls? Beyond That's Two right. Souls. You know, sometimes I love I me a good because choice of the PS4. I love me a good choice-based game. Yeah, the PS4. Yeah, I do too. Which was, uh, which was, um, uh, no, I mean the the remasters. I forget because of the oh remasters yeah, the remasters. Sometimes when yeah. they originally came out. Yep. Like yeah, I sometimes yeah, forget it. that GTA Five was a PS3 re- release originally. Mm-hmm. Yep, I had it bundled with mine. Um, but yeah, yeah, that's right. Heavy Rain, and I, that was another platinum for me. So I should not have forgotten that one. Oh, speaking of God of War, Dante's Inferno. That was a PS3 and 360 game. Um, mm. th- it played just like God of War, but it followed the story of um, uh, the story of Dante. Um. 
the Divine Odyssey or the Divine Comedy or whatever the fuck it's called, uh, where okay. he basically he's trying to save his wife's soul from hell, and you go through the like the nine layers of hell and fight a boss on each one. You know, mm. so you deal with the layer of greed, the layer of lust, the layer of all that. You know, yeah. Um, it's very it, like it's it's one of those. If you like God of War, then you'd like this game. Is what it is. Okay. I guess I should talk about Devil May Cry as well because those games got their start on the PS2, but they eventually came to the PS3 as a remastered collection, and again later on the PS4. And Devil May Cry can't 4 forget. was originally a PS4 exclusive. Mass Effect can't forget Mass Effect. Which, they... by the way, the first Mass Effect was actually an Xbox 360 exclusive, and then Mass Effect really? 2. Yeah, Mass Effect 2 on the PS3 had, like, a digital comic that told the story of the first game and let you make important choices that would carry over. And so 2 and 3 were on the PS3, but later the first game did get ported to the PS3 as well. Um, Same for Bioshock. The the first Bioshock was an Xbox 360 exclusive and then later came to the PS3. I was going to say, because I had a box collection. I had a box collection of... Box collection for Mass Effect. Yes. Yeah, it had like it was the trilogy pack. It yeah, it was the trilogy. After, it was the trilogy pack for. Came Mass out Effect. after they after they ported the first game, but now they have the Legacy collection on the PS4. So that that's yes, that's they do. the way to go. That's the way. Absolutely. That is the def- absolute definitive version of those games at this point. Um, Absolutely. But um, yeah. Oh, can't forget. Um, Metal Gear Solid 4, which it was like one of the biggest PS4 or PS3 exclusives. Um, also, well, there was well a known, lot of there was a lot of good games on PlayStation 3. Um, also, Hamster well ball. known for having some of the longest uh, longest cutscenes in video game history. <laughs> yes, um, Hamster like Ball, like a 30, 30 minute cutscene at one point. Um, but yeah, um, oh, they had yes, and Hamster Ball can't can't forget about that. They don't. Nope. They, yeah, that was basically like based off of Super Monkey Ball. Um, I love that shit. Oh, and how did we speaking, forget about Super Monkey Ball when we were in the GameCube era? Well, Super Monkey Ball's I, been all over Nintendo. You're not wrong. I mean, that's and the other, first time other I ever played it though. Now, too. Yeah, other platforms now too. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, but speaking of Metal Gear Solid, one of the most popular PlayStation franchises in history. Yeah, because the first one came out on the PS1, and then the others were on the PS2. Two and three were on the PS2, I mean. They had a mm-hmm. they had a couple PSP games as well. They all got remastered for the PS3 in a Legacy collection, and they even gave a trophy patch to Metal Gear Solid 4 down the line, um, and mm-hmm. added skippable cutscenes and shit. Uh, so, that was, whew, um, man, I'll never forget that experience. And then they did Metal Gear Rising Revengeance, which is where Raiden comes from. He's mm-hmm. the Absolutely. Nin- ninja cyborg, and that was a completely different style of gameplay on that one. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was in this era, the PS3 360 era. You know what else was in this era is the Deadpool game. Yes! I, how can I forget about the Deadpool game? Another game where it's hard to find a copy of anymore, but I still have a digital version downloaded on my 360. I still have the digital version on my PS2. 
my PS4 it's a kernel hard on my PS5 and my PS4 games. Nice, nice. Hell I forget yeah. there was a PS4 version of that. Um, yep. But yeah, um, I guess before we talk about the Wii, we should talk about the Wii's knockoff, the PlayStation Move controllers, because there was a bunch of interesting stuff there. Like the Sports uh-huh. Champions game, where we did like archery and disc golf and stuff like that. I'm sure you remember. Uh-huh. Um, yep, I there remember. There was a couple of like point-and-click shooting games, you know, like uh, arcade yep. shooters. Um, and they worked with the uh, the PlayStation VR headset. Yes, but that was much later, different generation. Um, that true. That was PS4. That's the next one uh, we're talking about. Gen yep. eight. Yeah, and um, uh, what was I going to say? Uh, bowling and mini golf. Those were two games yep. I played a lot with people that came over when we used those Move controllers. Um, didn't. Say. Didn't Heavy Rain work with the Move controllers, too? Yep, they patched in support for that, but you also needed the little joystick controller, too. It was sold separately, so... Yep. But I remember buying my Move controllers with a bundle that came with the PlayStation Eye and the controllers. And then speaking oh, of the PlayStation Eye... Yeah, because you needed it for, the, for yeah. the Move controllers. But then remember also how... Remember how um, there was an app that worked with that where you could take pictures and do funny shit with the, with yep, the, the I remember. camera and stuff? Uh-huh. Um, that, was, that was crazy. Um, and then, of course, PS3 had PlayStation Home, that virtual space. I think we talked about it earlier. but Yeah, yeah we did. Um, but yeah, I man, I miss that so much because I remember going... It, it, I remember going to places fun. like every time... Yeah, and I had a pretty decent house in that game, too. I had, like, a beachside house, and I had a lot of costumes. Um, nice. And th- th- I remember every time a new game came out, they'd add, like, a new area to it. It was insane. Uh, yup. Hell, hell yeah. Yeah, I miss, I miss it. I miss it. Um, I just, I hope we get, I hope we get a new Honestly, one. if there's any system I could go back and get, again and be able just to be able to play the games that I was playing when I had it it would be the PlayStation 3 specifically for PlayStation Home PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale and Red Dead Redemption well PlayStation Home doesn't work anymore so that shit got well, shut down but, ages ago yeah well, fair <laughs> but you know what I mean take your time do oh, yeah, a time yeah. machine call me Marty McFly Right, yeah, in in that scenario, <laughs> sure, sure. Um, but yeah, so yeah, now let's talk about the Nintendo Wii, which had Super Smash yes. Bros. Brawl, which, yes. co- controversial opinion, but this is actually my favorite of the all the Smash Bros., and I will tell you why. I know everyone else's answer is Melee, but I will tell you why mine is Brawl. It's the only one with an actual story mode, uh, with like... If That's you played a, sub, fair enough. Subspace Emissary, how you unlock the characters in this one was you played Subspace Emissary or whatever the fuck it was called. It was mm-hmm. the single play, single player campaign, but you could play it with two people too if you wanted. But um, but yeah, you play through that. And you would unlock the characters as you play through a story that's happening, you know, like an actual okay. cutscene. And there was no dialogue. None of these characters talked. It was all done through visuals, but you got what was going on. Um, oh, yeah, absolutely. 
that's why I liked it. Um, the Nintendo but, uh, Wii is also the first is also the first time I played Mario Kart. Yep. So Mario Kart Wii, definitely one of the uh, better ones. But of course, it was now we have Mario so Kart fun. Eight, which is by far the best one. So oh, absolutely. Far. Yes. Um, which was on the Wii U originally, which we'll get to soon. But it was also all. Um, but now it's on the Nintendo Switch. Um, yeah. And, yeah, um, uh, I'm trying to think what else was on the Nintendo Wii. There was a lot of games on the Oh, Mario Party 9 and 10, which yep. mm-hmm. admit, admittedly aren't, aren't among the better of the Mario Parties, but they are, they were fun to play with others. Um, there was a game similar to Duck Hunt that I had for Nintendo Wii called chicken shoot and it and 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 you had to buy the uh i've had some uh namco or nico um knockoff um uh gun attachments for the for the wiimote so that i could like sit there and like shoot the chickens that were on the screen you know, my favorite Nintendo Wii exclusive would be The Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess. By far my favorite Zelda game of all time. It had, because it had a, like a more there dark thing to it, you could turn into a wolf. I don't know, I just like the tone and vibe and gameplay of it not more than anything. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, no, I, um, one of my, one of the, one of my favorite uh, games that I had for Nintendo Wii was... Uh, it was a Monster Jam game, but I don't remember the name of the actual the title itself. But it was a it was a Monster Jam game. But what what you could do is you could basically play skee ball with the monster trucks, and I would I, I would find myself doing that all the fucking time. And I'm like, of course, um, <laughs> Xenoblade Chronicles uh, was another. Uh, it's. Which is very rare and hard to find now because of its popularity. Oh, I believe uh, it. But that was a exclusive, exclusive for the Wii big open world JRPG game. Mm-hmm. Um, and Shulk from Xenoblade Chronicles became a fighter in Smash Bros. later. And um, Super Mario Galaxy One and Two yes. were both on the Nintendo Wii as yeah. well. Big ones. Um, as well as Super Paper Mario, which, by the way, I regret not mentioning Paper Mario for Nintendo 64, because that is a big one. I had uh, Paper Mario for the Nintendo Wii. Super Paper Mario. Did you know, by the way, speaking of Mario RPGs, because that's what Paper Mario is, it was a turn-based RPG. Yes. Um. Did you know that the Super Mario RPG that Square Enix made for the Super Nintendo back in the day that played like a Final Fantasy game with Mario characters is getting a remake for the Nintendo Switch. Ooh. Nice. So, of course, you're going to talk about the Wii. You have to talk about Wii Sports because that came with it. Everybody played Wii Bowling. Everybody... Mm that was the, the the Nintendo Wii it was admitted that was the game that got your grandparents into gaming my you know? dad uh, was the queen of the uh, queen of 99 pins like whenever we would do the uh the the 100 pin bo- oh, this was Wii Sports Resort 
So it was whenever we would do hundred pin bowling, he would always miss one pin. So we all, he ended up earning the nickname the Queen of the ninety nine pins. Holy shit! Yeah. Um. Yeah, and it was also there was a base baseball mm-hmm. and tennis and um. Oh, what else? They, they had. Yeah, they, I think they had uh, um, archery. Archery was another yeah, fun one. There was. Uh, but you needed the nunchuck with that uh, to, to do that. Yep. Yep. So there was a boxing game on the Wii called Punch Out, and wasn't there boxing mini games in the sports mm-hmm. Wii sports stuff too? Yep, I remember that. I also remember okay. one, and I- yeah, um, Okami, which was uh, which was also o- Okami, which was also on the PS2, but played better on the Wii yeah. because of the drawing mechanic. That was one like cel shaded graphics where you play as a wolf with a paint magic paintbrush. Mm-hmm. Now you know how much of a Disney nut I am. Yes. So obviously, I have to talk about Toy Story Mania. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to talk about Disney's Epic Mickey. No, I mean I had that one too. I I didn't get much time with it because I I I I think it was a rental. Oh, um, uh, okay. Uh, but no, I uh Toy Story Mania, and I have to mention the fact that. I also uh, got the experience of doing Toy Story Mania at Walt Disney World, and it is exactly like it is on the Nintendo Wii. Only okay. you're in a, a moving cart that moves around to different screens, and whenever you're prompted to pull the string on the the, the cannon, it it shoots digital or like it, it shoots. Um, animated balls up onto the screen to knock the shit off. You know, I tend to forget that the Nintendo Wii had its own fair share of remasters as well. You could say New Super Mario Brothers was a remake, technically. Mm-hmm. Uh, Donkey yep. Kong Donkey Kong Country Returns would have been a remake of the original Donkey yep. Kong Country. Um, Didn't they Metroid have a Prime Super- Trilogy was a remastered collection. Didn't they have a Super Monkey Ball on the Nintendo Wii too, or was it? I think they did. I think they did. I don't and think also, I had that one. Um... I wonder how many people know this. Now, you had to have a GameCube controller plugged into the Wii for this to work, but you could put GameCube game discs, even though they were small, in the Wii, and Absolutely. it had a separate slot inside to read them. Uh-huh. I was really excited about had that. A, it also had an online store where you could buy and download virtual console games. I know, because I still have... Um, my Super Mario Kart 64 and Paper Mario and a couple other things on there. And, of course, when I bought the Wii U, I transferred all of my Wii stuff to the Wii U because it was backwards compatible. So, um, that was crazy. So, from the Xbox 360, PlayStation 3, and Wii generations, let's talk about... I guess we'll talk... Uh, I can say off the top of my head, I'll just knock out the 361 quick since I, I did this. Obviously, the three most popular franchises on there would have been Halo, Fable, and Gears of War. And yes, if I would have to say my favorite game, my three favorite games from it would probably be Fable Two, Lost Odyssey, and Halo Reach. Um, okay, for the PS3, ooh man, uh, this is a toughie. <sighs> I would argue it is a toughie. Most pop. Most popular games, the most popular games among the public and critics would probably be Uncharted 2, mm-hmm. God of yep, War I agree 3, with that. Yes. Um, 
And ooh, it's either got to be Metal Gear Solid 4 or one of the Killzone or Resistance games, which I failed to mention, by the way. Mainly because I never played them, but they were exclusives as well. Fair uh, enough. Killzone and Resistance were very big. Um, I have to agree with that. Um, my top three for PlayStation 3 would have to be... Now, this is your be, personal, right? Because I yeah, just my, I my, was doing my, what I yeah, think. My, yeah. my personal, yeah, my personal favorites. I would have to say PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale. Um, Red Dead Redemption. Oh, shit. Oh huh. shit! The Last of Us. The Last of Us. Started oh, on the, the PS3. Last of Us did start on the PS3. You're right. So that's probably among the most popular for sure. That was oh, that's absolutely. Yeah. 720p, 30 frames back then still looked good. Yeah, and uh, my second, my 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 second game was uh, Red Dead Redemption, and then I'd have to say mm-hmm. my third favorite. Hands down, South Park, the Stick of Truth. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I guess that did start over there. It got remastered it sure on the PS4. Did. That's when I. It that's did. where I played it. I think. Yeah, I, I, I um, actually ended up pre-ordering it from GameStop. One of the two games that I, an, uh, I've ever pre-ordered from GameStop was was uh, South Park, the Stick of Truth for PlayStation Three, and then I went and pre-ordered Batman: Arkham Knight for the PS4 at GameStop. PS3 was where I first played Final Fantasy 13 and one of, I'm mm-hmm. one of the few people that liked that one. They nice. um they also had um you know an underrated to... RPG called uh you know... um fuck I can't Trinity Trinity Souls of Zillow that's what it was called. That's what it was called. Um and I had one that I lost now but yeah, um, the Kingdom Hearts franchise, even though it got its start on the on the PlayStation Two, did get remastered for the PS Three um, remastered collections. Yep, that included sure the did. PSP games as well, mm-hmm. um, the PSP and DS DS games. Yes, um, sir. Final Fantasy X got a remastered collection on there too, ten and ten two, uh, with ten being my favorite. So of course I was all over that. Right away. Yes. Yes. Um. But yeah, holy shit. Yeah, PS3 also had that folding at home program where they were like doing research into like um like cancer research, and you could just like let it run mm-hmm. uh, at when you were sl- sleeping at night, and it would like the data. Uh, it was basically helping them with data somehow by mm-hmm. working as a server. Yeah, that was that was, uh, that was interesting. PlayStation Three was around the time the PlayStation Network got hacked. That was in 2012. Um, it was down for a while, but they got it all taken care of, and they made they made good on what happened. They PlayStation sure Plus also start saw it start on PS3, and back then the the free games used to include a PS3 game, um, a PS1 classic, and a PSP Mini, mm-hmm. uh, which were also playable on the PS3 as well. Hell yeah! So. Now you get, um, I want to say, a PS5 game and two PS4 games, which is yep. usually about right. So every yeah. once in a while, they'll throw in like a bonus, like a VR game or something, you know. Yep. Um, 
So, yeah. Um, wow. Okay. So you said PlayStation All-Stars, Red Dead Redemption, and what else? South Park Stick of Truth. That's right, that's right. So for me, it would probably be, yeah, All-Stars, um, Uncharted 2, and... God, what did I play a lot of on the PS3? I'm trying to think. Um, I'm trying not to put like remastered collections and shit on here because they already had their moment on their original systems. So, I gotta replace. Uh, I gotta replace Red Dead Redemption. Unless it was my first time. Unless it I was my re- first time. I gotta replace Red Dead Redemption with Bioshock Infinite. You know what? That's fair. But I I played that one on the 360, but I would have to agree that that was among one of the... See, admittedly, and I know you're a big GTA fan, but both of those games came out in 2013, Bioshock Infinite and GTA V. Bioshock... GTA V won the official game of the year that year, but I... For me, it was Bioshock Infinite. I thought Bioshock Infinite had a game of the year edition, didn't it? Yeah, but Game of the Year editions just mean that it literally anybody can just slap that label on a game, you know? It Fair doesn't enough. actually mean anything. <laughs> um, and often it just means that, like, somebody said it was their Game of the Year, like IGN or some shit like that. Oh, the only official Game of the Year is the one that happens at Jeff Keighley's Game Awards. Everything else is just a personal thing, you know? Like, everyone has their own separate thing. Mm-hmm. It's like how a movie can how a movie can win an Oscar, but it can also win an Emmy and a Golden Globe. Fair <laughs> enough. Know? Yeah. So, um, but the Oscar is by far considered the most important one. Yeah. For the for movies anyway, Emmys mm-hmm. are Emmys are for TV shows. Yeah. Um, Golden Globes are for both. But it looks like mm-hmm. Emmys do some movie stuff now too, which is weird. But anyway, made for uh, probably like looks... made for made for TV movies or something. You know what? That's fair. Yeah, yeah. Like streaming service stuff. Okay, so yeah, the Wii. What would have been the most popular titles on there? Um, I guess uh, Smash Bros. Have... Brawl is probably Smash Brothers up Brawl, there. Mario Kart Wii. Yeah, that's definitely probably one of the most popular ones, and then and, ev- um, and then I I know it's it, it came with the system, but um, yeah, Wii, Wii, Sports, Wii Sports, yeah, Wii Sports was probably super popular because everybody and their mother and their grandmother played that shit. It was <laughs> yeah, fun, you know. So that was okay. So those were the popular ones. Now yes. for my favorite ones, also Smash Brothers Brawl, Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess, and yeah, I guess I'll go with Mario Kart Wii. Um, yeah, all right, all so. right. Yeah. By the me, way, do you remember Fortune Street? It was like um, a board game that had like Mario and um, um, Dragon Quest characters, and it was no, like kind of like Monopoly. No, I don't. Uh, it was it was um, crazy. Are you sure? I thought we used to play that all the time on the because I, 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 I home I homebrewed my Wii. Remember? Do you remember when I, I homebrewed the Wii after they shut the network down and I, I remember, plugged yeah. in an external hard drive to it and put a bunch of games on it? Hell yeah! No, I I, I don't okay. remember that one. But for me, for the Nintendo Wii, it would have to be my top my personal favorites. 
would be Mario Kart Wii. Raymond Raving Rabbids. Okay. I know we didn't talk about that one, but that one was fun too. Um, and Toy Story Mania. Okay. All right. Um, so now we're in the eighth generation, which has a lot to offer. So we have two Nintendo systems in the eighth generation, technically. Yes. The Wii U and the Wii U and the Nintendo Switch is still Nintendo's current console, but they, it, they came out, they came out like pretty early in the game. So they were still considered the eighth generation, um, because it came out in 2017. So... But the yeah. Wii U came out in 20, 2012, and then the PS4 and the Xbox One both came out in 2013. Yep. So that's where we are now. The Wii, the Wii U, Nintendo Switch, PS4, Xbox One. Um, now, the Xbox One is the shortest discussion here, I think, so I'll knock that one out of the way super quick. Because okay. I had one, but I didn't get one until much later in life as like a... Um, it was actually bought for me as a Christmas gift combined by my family for my YouTube channel, and also because Ryan oh, nice. wanted to see me do let's let's plays of Cuphead, and it was exclusive at that point. Nice. So, um, which I did. I did do some of it. I definitely gave up on it, but I did some <laughs> of it. Um, my daughter loves the show on Netflix. It, uh, but the Xbox One did have a bunch of exclusives, Rise, Son of Rome, Gears of War 4 and 5. Uh, they remastered mm-hmm. some of their old stuff. Halo Master Chief Collection, you know, okay. um, shit like that. Um, you know, it was back- backwards compatible with a bunch of 360 games. Not right away, but they added them as time went on. Um, and uh, let's see. Uh, ReCore was an exclusive on there that I liked, um, Okay, being honest. But uh, there are games on there. Oh, Quantum Break from the makers of Alan Wake was one that I enjoyed um, as well. But truth be told, the Xbox One had a pretty rough launch because they they kind of shot themselves in the foot during their E3 conference. I remember and that. It ended up working in PlayStation's favor, and the sure PS4 did. ended up ended up selling like hotcakes. It was the most. Not the highest selling console of all time, but it was um, the highest selling console of that generation by a Absolutely. large margin. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the poor Xbox One just didn't just didn't get its time in the limelight. The newer systems definitely are, but that one um, it just didn't work out. And a lot of exclusives they were planning on making, like Scalebound, just ended up getting canceled. Mm-hmm. So. Um, oh. But it had it had stuff that I liked on it that uh, I can't lie about that. Oh, but yeah. um, let's talk about the Nintendo Wii real quick too, because that one is also kind of like Nintendo's black sheep. That's like that's why they put the Switch out so quickly. The Wii U. This was, yeah, the Wii U was. I mean, I liked it. I didn't hate it, but it was definitely a. Um, the controller was said, bulky. Uh, yeah, I, I know I said that um, Mario Party 9 and 10 were on the Wii, but it was actually 8 and 9. 10 was the one that was on the Wii U. Um, okay, yeah. So, I remember that. Um, and then there was... So, there was a Super Smash Bros. game on the Wii U, and it had a companion game on the 3DS. They were literally basically the same game, just with some different levels. 
Um, so it was just called Super Smash Bros. U. That was, see, they remember they did that with the Wii U? They just started, like, re-releasing all their games and slapping U at the end of it, like New yep. Super Mario Bros. U. <laughs> I remember, know? yep, I remember. Yep, yep. And then, of course, they still had the Miis, and so they were the Wii U Miis. <laughs> yeah, um, we, I remember we were making jokes about that at one point. Yeah, it just it was nuts. The Wii U, you know, the Wii U and the Xbox One did not really do well this generation. They made it way too easy on the PlayStation. Um like way too easy cuz the PS4 was the time when the where they started coming out with absolute bangers in terms of narrative-based games. So, yeah. Um but also on the Wii U, we had, I think this is when Bayonetta became exclusive to Nintendo because they saved it. So Bayonetta 2 was on the Wii U. They had, um, they had a bunch of games that tried to take advantage of the Wii U gamepad. Like they had Zombie U where, like, you could, like, see the map on your controller. Or they had, like, a Fatal Frame game where you'd use the Wii U gamepad as the camera. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I'm trying to think. Did they have a Pokemon Snap? No, they didn't. No, no, that didn't come till later. Uh, that was there was a Pokemon Snap game on the Switch. Um, but the I'm trying to think, there was another one. Oh, they remastered Zelda Wind Waker on the Wii U. They had uh, Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze. Um, okay, was on there. I think there was a couple Kirby games. Um, oh, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild fun fact was actually released on the Wii U and the Nintendo Switch, but the Wii U version ran like shit. <laughs> Just so no, I know. bet it did. Um, so, but the Wii U did have some virtual console stuff, so you could play Wii games on the Wii U. It was backwards compatible, but it also had a virtual console that included um, not only um, like um, Super Nintendo and Nintendo 64 games, but also um like Game Boy Advance games and stuff like that. Yeah. That you could play on the Wii U screen. Um Okay, I'm gonna backtrack yeah. a second. I'm gonna backtrack a second. Cause I know that yeah. there was a uh an attachment that you could buy for the GameCube that you could put underneath of it and play Game Boy games on the GameCube. Oh yeah, yeah, yep, on your TV, uh, mm-hmm. like Game Boy, Game Boy Color games, absolutely, and Game Boy Advance. That. Yeah, it was. I, I had think it. The it Nintendo was, sixty. F- if I remember correctly, the N sixty four had something similar. Okay. Yeah, the Nintendo sixty four had something similar. Actually, I think the Nintendo sixty four had it so you could do Game Boy Game Boy Color games, and the Wii, or I mean, not the Wii, the GameCube added the Game Boy Advanced support to that. Okay. So, yep. Um. But anyways, yeah, the Wii U was the introduction of Mario Kart eight. I want to say. Um. And then, of course, that got re-released as Mario Kart 8 Deluxe on the Switch. But um, I think Mario Kart 8 might actually be among my favorites. It was the main reason to own a Wii U at the time, if you ask me. Um, Fair enough. Yeah, so it was just worth having. But anyways, um, the bread and butter of this generation was the uh, PlayStation 4. Yes. And 
that was, and we'll talk about the Switch too, but I want to go through the PS4 first because it came out first. Mm-hmm. And holy shit, it had an interesting launch title. One of the first games on it was Knack, which got memed to hell. I love um, that game. And um, Assassin's Creed 4 Black Flag was actually my launch title for the PS4. And I remember this was one of the first times I actually bought a console on launch day at the midnight release. It was at Best Buy. Um, Infamous Second Son. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. I remember that. Infamous Second Son was in. Uh, Infamous Second Son was a super early um, release. It wasn't a launch release, but it was early. At, excuse me, early in. Um, so I remember PlayStation this. Plus members actually started with two games: um, Contrast and um, Resogun. That was what they were called. You know, another was, fun one: PlayStation Network games. Super underground game, I think at least. Um, you and I did a let's play of it uh, way back when, of uh, Towerfall Ascension. Oh, yep, yep, Towerfall Ascension. I remember that. That was so that much was fun. That was a fun one. Hell yeah, we it was. We actually played that. We played that multiplayer with other people. Mm-hmm. We sure did. But yeah, I remember specifically you and I did a Let's Play at one point. I think it might yep, be here. We also your, played, might, be, um, might be on your YouTube channel. Rocket League. We also played Rocket League. We sure did. Um, and then yeah, we did the PlayStation. Four was actually where I got my start with uh, Let's Plays because they had all those social features where you could live stream directly from the system and stuff like that. So um, it Shit, got me I, started. I, I think we even did a Let's Play of Goat Simulator. Did we do the first one? I don't think we did the first one. I know we played it together. We might have played it, but I never recorded the first one. Um... But, yeah, the PS4 also had one of the first live streams I did, which is lost to time now because it was on Twitch and I didn't archive it, but it was um, Outlast when it was free for Plus members, the first one. Dude, Um, I couldn't get through Outlast. Like, I tried doing a broadcast on Twitch, and uh, the first time I got a jump scare was when the the dude that dropped... When you first walked through that door... And dude drops down from the ceiling. I let out a blood curdling sp- scream that I didn't think was possible. <laughs> you also <laughs> tend to be you also tend to be super extra with that stuff on account of amping yourself up too much. You're not wrong. <laughs> um, but another like, another one that I I I, I did a, a little animated. bit of a, a little bit of yeah that a little bit of a let's play it uh, or or I did a little bit of a broadcast on with was um. Uh, Until Dawn. That one was yes, fun. That I one. love that game. That is that's got to be in my top three for PS4. That's in my yes, top that's, three. That's, that's a choice based one, and that's when they started doing the choice based games that were more horror focused, where it felt kind of arcadey in a sense of like who can who's let's see who can keep the most people alive. Pretty you know? much, yeah. It became a ch- challenge for me, and that's kind of where my let's play thing started because like after watching. You know, several friends and family play through that game. I needed more, so I watched Markiplier play it. And then watching him do Let's Plays kind of got me into it, and I ended up do- doing uh, Soma was the first true Let's Play on my channel. Yeah, that I, I, rem- used the live stream. I remember actually sitting at your apartment while you did the Let's Play. That was fun. 
I, looking back on my archive videos, I distinctly remember this because you're actually in one of the videos having come in and watched. It wasn't Soma that you were there for. It was Resident Evil Revelations 2. That's right. Okay, that's right. That's right. Uh, But I remember, man, looking back on it now, though, my reactions then compared to my reactions now were way over. It it just goes to show that you can become desensitized to horror games if you play them long enough. Like, after a while, because back then, I was all, like, cowering and like, oh, God, oh, God. And then the thing would come at me and I'd be like, (laughs) ah, you know. I remember. And I would make, I I would have reactions akin to yours right now, you know. But then, (laughs) back then. But now, now I smart off to the game, and I still get jump scared every once in a while. I mean, you've been watching The Devil in Me, so you know, you've seen it a couple mm, times. You sure but, have. Um, and in the reactions and highlights, you know, and the real good ones will still get me, get me. But for the most part, I've become a lot more brave when facing these games, and I usually kind of mouth off to it, often to my own detriment, but, it, you know. Um, Bro, I'm gonna... It's just become... I'm gonna go off track. less horrifying. I'm gonna go off track for a second, bro. I remember when I was sitting at your apartment one day. We were watching, uh, we were watching what was it, Django Unchained, and I'm sitting in the orange chair, and you come up next to me and uh, by behind me uh, by the lamp, and you scare the ever living shit out of me. Oh, I remember that. I didn't even make a noise or anything. I no, was you just, didn't. My head was right. I, I just slowly poked my head <laughs> up, and I was just sitting there Bro, with a creepy smile on my face, I and just, I was waiting for you to see me in your peripheral. I just looked over, and I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, man, you jumped out your skin. Um, one of my favorite things to do, actually, on the PS4, you remember Deacon, was to uh, have him play games in the VR, like horror games. Yes! His reactions were so good. Like, I, so I thought funny. your reactions were bad, but this man, he he had a, he was playing The Inpatient, which is a horror game that takes place in the Until Dawn universe. Um, okay. And, and he... There was this like this one nightmare sequence where the there's a very random jump scare like there's no build up to it whatsoever you're just walking and all of a sudden out of nowhere it's like blah you're, one of my most famous reactions and highlights clips that's edited in with Metal Gear Solid Game Over music mm-hmm. is from that part and um when Deacon played that part he yes. jumped. So hard, he threw his controller up in the air. It did a couple of <laughs> flips and then landed direct directly on his head. That's funny. Um, <laughs> yes, had the, I had like a compilation because remember, if you had the PlayStation camera hooked up, until dawn would record your reactions to certain jump scares. Yes, so I absolutely. Have my sister in some footage and Deacon in other footage, and their reactions couldn't be more different. Her reactions are mostly like, eh, whatever. And his reactions are like, whoa, smorgidorg. Yes, yes. Yeah, it's like he turns into this, he turns into a fucking Muppet with his arms wriggling in the air and shit. Yes. Um, Kermit the Frog is. It's not easy being green. It was funny. It was funny, but um, but no, yeah, the PS4 had so many good offerings. Uncharted 4 was on there. This is where we got the God of War reboot, 2018 God of War came mm-hmm. on there. Spider-Man. Yes. Spider-Man, the PS4 game. Um, um, it's, it came with the Playroom, which was like Astro's, not, not, not Astro's Playroom, Astro's Play something, I don't know, whatever the camera was. Yeah. Uh, 
when you did the game with the camera. Yeah. Um, it had the little Astrobots, or it was just called the Playroom. I think it was called the Playroom. Mm-hmm. But eventually, eventually, they had to like stop the ability to stream that game because people were doing naughty things on the camera. They sure um, were. I remember seeing that shit. <laughs> um. Yeah. Crazy, crazy nonsense. Uh-huh. Um, eventually, after a while, they started adding PS2 classics to the PlayStation Store on the PS4. Fully, like, like not full remasters, but they're spit shined a little bit, and they had trophy support and stuff like that. So, um, uh, like, Twisted Metal Black was one of them that they threw on there. I remember uh, Star Wars Bounty Hunter was yep. one. Um, but yeah. Um, Let's see, the the Ratchet and Clank reboot that came out along the movie was yes. a PS4 game. The play the game based on the movie based on the game. Horizon Zero Dawn got its start on the PS4. Sure so did. Exclusive. Uh, we had Little Big Planet 3. Oh, yeah, um, sure did. Yeah, I love that which, game. Which, by the way, we should have talked about Little Big Planet on the PS3 because how did holy we, shit. Right? How did we like miss that? that? I think I spent actually Little Big Planet Two is probably the game I played the most with my brother and sister. Yeah, I um, remember. I remember back in the day, and they had their own Mario Kart, Little Big Planet Karting, and Mod Nation did. Racers. Yeah, that was probably another one we played a lot of. Yeah, um, there was also a Mod Nation Racers game on the Vita. Nice as well, um, but yeah. So, oh my God, I'm trying to think more PS4 games. Killzone Shadowfall. Uh, was on the PS4. Um, holy shit! There was yeah, there's there, a lot of them. There was one that uh, Journey. Journey was a PS3 game, but there was a PS4 version. There was I a, remember that. There was a game that uh that Ryan and Spencer talked about on uh Fortress of Nerditude, their most recent episode. Um, uh, Middle Earth: Shadow of Mordor, which made its debut on the PS4. That's true. That was also on the Xbox. I was trying to think of exclusives more, but yeah, we can talk third-party games too, um, which so, like, Assassin's Creed saw four Unity and Syndicate in this time, and out of all of them, my favorite was Syndicate because it played, like, a Batman Arkham game. Yeah. Um, which was another thing, and so did Shadow of Mordor, if I'm being honest. Yeah, the it Shadow of Mordor, it definitely yeah. had the combat from uh, the Batman Arkham games. That's another series of games I love, too, the Batman Arkham, which was on the PS3, but again, remastered for PS4, yes. the Batman Arkham collection. So, And then, of course, we had Arkham Knight as well. Arkham um, Knight. I, I, Arkham Origins remains a, a PS3 game, though. I remember pre-ordering Batman Arkham Knight at GameStop. It was the, it was the one and only midnight release party that I went to, and they had pizza for everybody. They handed out the games at midnight um and everybody that pre-ordered got the scarecrow expansion the harley quinn story expansion um and i think there was one more red hood red hood expansion uh for everybody that pre-ordered the it came with a little slip of paper that um that had a code on it where you could redeem it oh nice yeah um Arkham City still remains my favorite in that franchise. Oh, it had yeah. the Catwoman DLC too. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of the best side stories for the villains and stuff as well. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But yeah. Oh man, there were so many PS4 games, and then you thinking of like um, PlayStation Network uh, yeah. digital indie titles as well. One, um, I want to talk about one of the DLCs that they had for um, Rocket League, real quick. Um, oh yeah, Rocket League. Rocket League, yeah. Uh, I have Blood Bloodborne. Bloodborne is a PS3 or PS4 exclusive, and that is a um a Souls like one of the most popular Soulsborne games. For for the the DLCs for um Rocket League, I have the the DeLorean for from Back to the Future. I've got the uh, the Rick and Morty. D- I think I don't even think that was a DLC. I think that was just an in. They had added some Rick and Morty uh, in-game content for it for PlayStation. Um, I also have the Ecto One from the new uh, from the most recent uh, Ghostbusters movie. Um, I have the. Ben Affleck Batmobile from the 2016 Bat- Batman. Uh, I also have... The, I don't know why I wasted money on this. Because it just looks like a regular car. The Robert Pattinson Batmobile DLC. Okay. But yeah. I, I, I. It just looks like a regular car. I don't know why I wasted money on it. <laughs> Um, so, for the sake of time, quickfire here, I'm going down a list of ones that we haven't mentioned, um, yeah, I mentioned Bloodborne, God of War, Spider-Man, but, uh, the PS4, and to some extent the Xbox One as well, also saw The Witcher 3, Red Dead Redemption 2, The Last of Us Part 2, Yes. Nier Automata, mm-hmm. um, Persona 5 Royal, one of my favorite. It was a PS4 exclusive, but it's on the Xbox now as well. Um, then, of course, the original Persona 5. Metal Gear Solid 5, Monster Hunter World, the Resident Evil 2 remake, Ghosts of Tsushima uh, was an exclusive. Got a PS5 version too. Final Fantasy 7 remake, mm-hmm. kind of a big deal when it happened. The re- remastered version of The Last of Us. Digital Gate, What Remains of Edith Finch, which is one of my favorite indie games of all time. Okay. Um, Elden Ring was on the PS4. I didn't realize that. I thought it was only on the PS5. But yeah, uh, Overwatch, Death Stranding came out in 2019. Got its start there. Dreams, which was the next Media Molecule game after they were done with Little Big Planet, mm-hmm. where people can make their own games inside the game. Um, Concrete Genie. One of my favorite indie games as well. Okay. Uh, Sekiro Shadows Die Twice, Titanfall 2, Rise of the Tomb Raider, Dishonored 2, Devil May Cry 5, Control, Uncharted The Lost Legacy, sequel to Uncharted 4, Mortal Kombat 11, Doom, and Doom Eternal, Mass Effect Legendary Edition, mentioned that, Dark Souls 3, Dead Cells, Yakuza, Undertale, Wolfenstein 2, Neo, um, Shovel Knight, and so on and so forth. Also, the Shadow of the Colossus remake. Can't forget about that. Because right, that was a big yeah. PS2 game mm-hmm. back in the day. So, I probably... Should, I mentioned Nier Automata on here, which is a really, really good game. But I think the original Nier is criminally underrated, and that was a PS3 game. Can't forget Dragon well. Age um, Inquisition. 
Speaking of which, I meant to mention, but I I had lost it. The game that I, I was trying to think of that I lost earlier was actually the Dragon Age franchise. I played Dragon Age Origins on the PS3 a lot. Like, a lot. I went back and replayed it several times as, like, different characters to get different stuff. It was probably one of my most nostalgic experiences on the PS3. Oh, I believe be it. I believe it. And then we have the Nintendo Switch in this generation as well, which is still, to this day, pumping out new games. Came out in 2017, and it's still kicking. Granted, the hardware is a bit dated now, but it now, is... We just got Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, which is a sequel to Breath of the Wild. That came out this year and is a strong contender I did for get Game to, of the Year. I did actually play a little bit of uh, Rocket League on the Nintendo Switch, and I noticed in-game it has... It already has in-the-game... Uh, so a Mario uh, skin, a Luigi skin, and I believe a me- uh, yep. a Metroid skin for for the cars. So one of my favorite games I've played on the Switch so far is um, it was a Kirby game that came out last year. I'm trying to remember the name of it now. I can't remember the name of it, but it's basically like the Kirby version of Super Mario Odyssey. Kirby okay. can swallow um. Like, you know, it's the usual swallow enemies and take their powers, but Kirby can also swallow certain inanimate objects now in order to become them, like a car or a vending machine helps you solve puzzles and oh, traverse nice. certain terrain. Yeah, um, but also speaking of, Super Mario Odyssey is obviously a really big Nintendo Switch game. Um, like, really big Nintendo Switch game. And also, Nintendo Switch is when Pokemon games started seeing their transfer from handheld to console, although technically the Switch is a hybrid system that is both a handheld and a console. Yes. But, yeah, but yes, um, so like Pokemon Sword and Shield and Scarlet and Violet, and I want to say maybe there was there remakes of other ones on here too? And there's also a companion app that will allow you to connect, uh, Pokemon Go with your Switch mm-hmm. called Pokemon Home. Yep, and you can transfer some of the Pokemon you've caught in Pokemon Go into Pokemon Sword and Shield. Nice. Oh, they also had po- Pokemon Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee, which um, Let's Go Pikachu in particular is a remake of Pokemon Yellow, um, but the... Catch, the catching mechanic is like Pokemon Go. Battles and everything else still work like normal Pokemon, but catching wild Pokemon, you don't have to fight them. You just throw the shit at them like Pokemon Go. So that's why it's yeah. called Pokemon Let's Go mm-hmm. Pikachu. Um, trying to think, I also have uh, Astral Chain is probably another go- uh, good Nintendo Switch game that I like. Um, coming from Platinum Games, they do a lot of... They're really good at combat, is one of the things they really... They're behind the combat of Devil May Cry, they're behind the combat in your Automata, they're behind the combat of Final Fantasy Sixteen, and they I'd also be... did Astral Chain. Oh, um, no, no, go ahead. I, okay. Yeah, I was just trailing off. I'd be amiss if I didn't mention the plethora of WWE... 2K games that the PlayStation 4 had. 2K16, 2K17, 2K18, 2K19, 2K20, and 2K22. Because they took a break between 2K20 and 2K22 and did a god-awful arcade-style game that looked god-awful called 
WWE 2K <clears throat> Battlegrounds. 2K22 was the I, th I if to me it was the apology for uh all of the glitches that 2K20 had and also the apology for <clears throat> WWE 2K Battlegrounds. They re they definitely redeemed themselves with 2K22. Okay. Um I forgot to mention on the Wii U uh by the way um, Super Mario 3D World because that was the first one with the cat suit. Uh, yeah, it kind sure of a was, thing. wasn't it? Yep, uh, because and I I remember it because it got a remaster for the Nintendo Switch. Speaking of which, there's also Super Mario 3D All Stars, which is Super Mario 64, Super Mario Sunshine, and Super Mario Galaxy all remastered on the Nintendo Switch in a limited collection that was no it's no longer available if you didn't buy it when it existed then you can no longer buy it um let's not also forget i know i mentioned it earlier but the nintendo switch has this membership that you can purchase and it allows you to play all of the Nintendo classics, all the way back to the Nintendo Entertainment System. Yep, so yeah, Nintendo Online has the virtual console stuff. They they kept that going, except you, instead yeah. of buying the games individually, now you gotta pay a subscription for it. Um, but it yep. also has, it also includes access to DLC for Mario Kart and Animal Crossing. So, um, speaking yes. of which... I fully uh, plan... I fully plan on getting a Nintendo Switch at some point. Speaking of which, Animal Crossing New Horizons was a really big game during the pandemic. It came out at the height of it, okay. and it ended up being one of the most played games of the time because everyone was stuck inside with their Nintendo Switch. And this game, the Animal mm -hmm. Crossing New Horizons, was a way they could socialize with people because uh, you could visit your friends' islands that they made, that they built with their with their worlds, and you visit their houses and... Absolutely. Their people and stuff. So, um, Splatoon, uh, a Wii U and Switch game, um, as well. Multiplayer, shooty, shooty, inky, inky mm -hmm. stuff. Um, <clears throat> yep. Mario and Rabbids, which, uh, I think both of them are Switch games, um, is a, yeah. a tactics game with Mario and the Rabbids. Like, it's one of those, um, the yep. combat is like I grid, grid based or similar to XCOM. I played a little bit of it on my daughter's Switch, and I couldn't get into it. I don't know. Well, I don't know how yeah. or why, but I I couldn't get into it because it's a strategy game, so it requires thinking. <laughs> that, <laughs> but no, there was another game. Kirby that and I the Forgotten Land. Forgotten Land. That was the name of the. That was the Kirby game I was thinking of earlier. Major de major delay. <laughs> yeah, well, I I'm right. looking at a list, so I remember now. Sonic Frontiers is one of the most recent entries in to the games. Yes. By the way, that's basically Sonic. Sonic, if it, it's a different game, it's a completely different tone for Sonic. Instead of being like all butt rock and gotta go fast and all that, it's like all doom and gloom and cyber stuff, and he's fighting giant monsters. And it's weird. <laughs> Interesting. 
We also uh, I, uh, the Nintendo Switch also has Pokemon Legends Arceus, which is the new the new style for the Pokemon games, where it's now more of like an open world thing, and Pokemon roam yeah. around in real time, and you can throw like you can you know avoid or interact with them and stuff. Like it's not random battles anymore. You could actually see them on the map, and this gotcha. Um, this game like basically changed the formula of the Pokemon franchise, so it definitely needs a... gets a mention. And Neon White, which I haven't played, but I've heard really good things about, is an underrated indie game uh, that people should check out as well. There's a third-party Konami game that I want to mention that I've played on my daughter's Switch as well. Yu-Gi-Oh! Yu-Gi-Oh! Master Duel. I could sit there and play that game for hours on end and not get bored i do believe that that's a mobile game it is a mobile game it is also on playstation it is on switch and if i'm not mistaken it might be on xbox speaking of um mobile games on the switch there is one i like called elder scrolls blades it it feels a lot like skyrim um okay and now you know ryan will kill me if i don't mention Hades and Hollow Knight. Uh, okay. They're both... Uh, I mean, they're on other things, too, but I think they both got their start on the Switch, and they are um, very, very highly regarded games for people who are fans of... Hades is a roguelike, and Hollow Knight is a Metroidvania. Mm-hmm. Um, and people who like those games, they those are considered among some of the best ever made. Uh, of mm. those types. So, uh, Luigi's Mansion 3 is on the Nintendo Switch. Yes. As well. Mario Party yes. Superstars, which is my favorite Mario Party of them all. You've played this with me on my Switch. Yeah. It is I a have. culmination of all the best. Quite recently, boards. too. It's, 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 it's a collection of all the best boards and mini games from every Mario Party ever um, in a new mm-hmm. game. Before this, yes. though, there there was another one called Super Mario Party, and this one was different because each character had, like, their own unique dice, so there was, like, an extra level of strategy to it. Interesting. Um, Mario Tennis, Metroid Dread, which a lot of people... Metroid Dread is, is like, a... Um, it's a Metroid game on the Switch that returns to its original classic 2D side-scrolling thing, so it's more of a Metroidvania, not 3D like Metroid Prime. But it also has a okay. bit of a, hor- a horror vibe to it as well. Interesting. Um, from what I've heard as well. And um, I guess I could say the Ori games are on the Switch, but Ori and the Blind Forest actually started on the Xbox One. I just want to point that out. Speaking of Metroidvania games that are popular, that game got its start over there. Um, as well. And of course, there is a Super Smash Bros. Ultimate on the Nintendo Switch. Can't forget that. Okay. It keeps getting yep. updated with DLC. Um, I think they're, they're finally done. And I think the last character that they added was Sora from Kingdom Hearts. So. Nice. Yep. There is an, um, an ass load of DLC characters for this one, including Banjo Kazooie. Um, nice. Bayonet- Bayonetta. Bayonetta is one of them. Um, okay. There's, there's two packs. You can buy all these characters separately, but you, it's actually smarter to just buy the bundles. One of them's $25 and the other's $30, but they'll give you access to all of these characters and the new levels that they come with as well. 
Um, nice. I want to say the Untitled Goose Game got its start on the Nintendo Switch. Um, okay. Which was a big, you know, it, everyone loved it because it's a game where you play as a goose and you just run around being an asshole to people, just like stealing their shit and honking at them and stuff. So kind of like Goat Simulator. Yeah, kind of, but more puzzly, and it's got like more of a isometric uh, camera view as well. Fair enough. Um, okay, <clears throat> but yeah. So those were so that's the eighth generation: the the Wii U, the PS4, the Xbox One, and the Nintendo Switch. Um, I think it's hard to argue in terms of popularity in these games because it's very obvious that like um, the the PS4 had some of the most popular ones. Um, oh, absolutely! And those were definitely like God of War, Spider Man. Um, yes. And, ah, uh, fuck, I want to say, nah, Until Dawn was good, but it wasn't one of their most popular ones. Let's say Uncharted 4 would probably yep. be, would probably be one of them. But as far as yeah. my favorites, well, like, yeah, God of War is definitely one of them. Um, I really liked Infamous Second Son, but I kind of liked its prequel, Infamous First Light, a little bit more. It was a digital exclusive yes. prequel. Um... It sure was. Final Fantasy VII Remake is pretty big. I mean, there's that, so... Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That's a toughie for me. The PS4 had a lot of goodens. Like, a lot of goodens. Um, me, personally... Horizon I'd Zero have to Dawn. say... Yep, Horizon Zero Dawn. Man, it's tough to... It's, it's hard to bring it down to just three. Uh-huh. For me, if I had to... If I had to list... I would have to say no not that um I'd have to say <laughs> Nibbler get out of my face get your butt out of my face she just came out and sat in my face of course <laughs> um I'd have to say... People are going to be surprised I didn't say Soma. It's among my favorite horror games, but I can't put it in, like, my top... I haven't said my favorite. Well, no, I did, yeah. I, I can't really put it in, like, best PS4 games, though, because there's way too much competition. Until Dawn... Okay. Is on my ...is on my list. You know what? The VR version of Resident Evil 7. That's, that's up there for me. There you go. There you go. Okay. Um, until dawn. Shit, there's so many good games. Speaking of which, a uh, special shout out to Until Dawn Rush of Blood, another really good PlayStation VR experience, riding a roller coaster with the PlayStation Move controllers in both of your hands as they are guns that you use to shoot the things. An arcadey rail shooter with jump scares. It's like a haunted yes. ride. I loved it. Yes. Um. Fuck. Grand Theft Auto V. More specifically, Grand Theft Auto Online. Wasn't GTA Five on your PS3 list? Yeah, you're not wrong, but I can still put it on. I know that wasn't on my PS3 list. No, okay. I was gonna say, 
I mean, you can. I played it you, can more... you can do them twice if you want to. I'm trying to avoid remasters. I I played it more on the PS4 okay, than I did fair. on the PS3. I played it. Yeah, I played it more on the PS4 than I did on the PS3. Um. Oh, I guess Persona Five Royal would be among my my favorites on the PS4. I put like 120 hours into that game. So, and if I had if I had a third game. Death Stranding is super underrated too. God of War? I didn't start playing God of War until I got my PS5. But you play the first game is a PS4 game though, is what I'm saying. I know, yeah, I did. It's it's it if, if, if yeah, so yeah. Yeah, I I would definitely have to say yeah, God of War. Yeah, because even if you played a PS4, PS4 game, game on the PS5, it's still a PS4 game, so they count. That's that's fair. Yeah. So yeah. I'll, so so yeah. Uh, Until Dawn, Grand Theft Auto Five, more specifically Grand Theft Auto Online, and God of War. Okay. Did you have any favorite Wii U games that you want to shout out? Bro, I don't remember enough about the Wii U to have any favorites, to be honest. All right, there we go. Okay. Um, I will say, uh, for me personally, the Xbox One did have a couple of underrated gems, basically ReCore, Ori in the Blind Forest, um, and Quantum Break, so I'll just give them a, a quick shout-out. But over on the Nintendo Switch side of things, um, definitely their most popular entry was probably Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, and I'm guessing Tears of the Kingdom has outdone that one. I, it's debatable. Um, I've heard good Super Mario, about it. Super Mario Odyssey is definitely one of their more popular ones, and I would say either Smash Bros. Ultimate or Super Mario or Mario Kart Eight Deluxe would probably be up there in popularity as well. There's an argument for Animal so, Crossing New Horizons too. So because I haven't gotten enough uh, enough on hand play hands on play with the uh, with the Switch. I would have to say I only have one favorite, and that is Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, and that's definitely one to have. It's everything you loved about the Wii U Mario Kart game, but better and with extra new levels. And they're still not done releasing the DLC packs, and I, oh, bought, the se- I bought the season pass, so I'm like anxiously awaiting oh, no, the I next batch the, of tracks. Uh, I think the next batch of tracks comes out in August. That's what I heard, too. So, um, I really liked one of the more recent ones they released. They had like a very original Yoshi's Island track, and it might be one of the best ones they've done in a while. So. Nice. So, yeah, that's up there did a, my favorites, they did a, they did oh, a really I, good job with Sword Rainbow Road. And Pokemon Sword and Shield are also arguably very popular, as is um, Absolutely. Legends, Legends is, Arceus. Pokemon in general is popular to this day there's actually a pokemon snap sequel on the switch called new pokemon snap as well nice <coughs> yep um okay so moving on to the ninth generation which is the current generation which is basically the ps5 and the xbox series x slash s the nintendo switch still has its head in the game but since we already talked about that we will focus exclusively on these two um technically three because the Series X and S are two different machines, although they're they're attached to the same shit. It's just that the hardware yeah. the hardware is different. One has 
one takes discs and has better hardware, does like full um like um outputs at higher resolutions, higher frame rates, it runs faster, more powerful. Out of all three of these, it is the most powerful uh console. And then the Xbox Series S out of all three of these is the weakest console, which it runs on little less hardware, it's digital only. Um, most games on it, it outputs at 4K, but most of the games running on it are only outputting at like 1080 to 1440p um, and whatnot. So, but uh, it still looks and runs good. It looks decent on my 4K TV that supports HDR. And uh, this, whether you have the Series X or S, it supports backwards compatibility with digital versions of 360 and Xbox One games. And some of those games, a lot of them are on Game Pass. And some of them, it supports, like, boost features for them, like HDR and FPS boost and all that. So even though you're playing an older game, it, it kind of upscales a bit to look a little more like a newer one. So Exactly. Um, now, I finally got my PS5 back in September last year, uh, mm-hmm. and I have already have a, 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 a decent library of PS5 games. Um but one of my favorite, favorite, favorite PS5 games, I mentioned it before, Hogwarts Legacy. Love it. I know it's not an exclusive to PS5, but mm. it is amongst my favorite games I've gotten. And I can't forget God of War Ragnarok. Yep. Yep, God of War Ragnarok is definitely up there in terms of PlayStation. It's also on it, PS4, but in terms in my of, opinion, yeah. in my opinion, it should have won Game of the Year. But that's neither here or there. But yeah, it's just my. I opinion. forgot what was it up again. Oh, I think I'm pretty. What was it? Elden Ring that won. Oh yeah, Elden yeah, Ring. El- Elden oh. Ring ended up. Wi- Elden Ring ended up winning the Game of the Year. Yep. Okay, yeah. Well, I can't um I can't make a fair comparison since I haven't played Elden Ring. So I just have to assume that that they are correct. Um Yeah, I I, I can't make a fair comparison either cuz I haven't played it either. So, um but I also genuinely don't like Soulsborne games. So I, I wouldn't be I you know, I mean, I would still be fair. I I I can understand the difference between me not liking something and it not being good that's you know they're not the same thing um so um another game that was originally released on the ps4 but was remastered for the ps5 but i didn't play it until i got my ps5 was spider-man miles morales mm-hmm. love that game and everything to do with it Basically I binge a, played a sequel I, to the Spider-Man PS4 game. I binge played through Spider-Man Remastered and Spider-Man Miles Morales in a month. Man, that's yeah. I loved Miles Morales was one of the first PS5 games I played, and I was super impressed by the visuals. When I saw that Christmas tree, I was Abs- like, "Oh, so this is what HDR does," you know? Absolutely, man. I fucking love it. <clears throat> For me personally, fact, so far the best PS5 exclusive and the one that shows off the PS5's load times and all that the best as well is Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. It's oh, definitely yes. top notch. 
I've played a little bit of it, and I love I've, I love every minute of it. I I I I I, I, get, I get lost in that game. I do. Yep, that is one I loved it. It it was definitely a true return to form for the franchise. The the oh, yes. Uh the fir- like it was the next game in the story that we hadn't gotten since the PS3. The last canonical game was Into the Nexus on PS3 and this is a direct sequel to that cuz the PS4 game was just like a non-canonical reboot to go along with the movie. Um so it was basically telling the story of the very first game again. Yeah. Uh, but PS5 also has, um, of course, most recently Final Fantasy 16 is their big exclusive, and that game has been getting rave reviews for the most part. It's very divisive among yeah. uh, o- older fans of the series because it changes so much about it, but in a way that's also part of how it's managed to garner a much bigger audience as well. Um and then we also have, I guess I should talk about one of my favorite horror games, Layers of Fear, which was originally on the PS4, um, but also it now has a remake on the PS5 that kind of like changes the story a little bit. So it the remake includes layer, the story of Layers of Fear and its inheritance DLC and a new story about the wife and the story of Layers of Fear 2. And all of it is being written by this lady sitting in a haunted lighthouse on her typewriter. And all of the stories kind of tie together um, more than they did before. So uh, I was very interested in that, um, to be completely honest. Yeah, so, I... um. I, I think I should really talk about another game that, it, that was originally on PS4, but I forgot to mention it in the last gen. Yeah. Uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. And I love... I've never really been a oh, fan of the that's Assassin's that's a PS5 Creed. game to me. That's I, yeah, I didn't even realize there yeah. was a PS4 version. Yeah, and no, I ended up buying it on PS4 with the Berserker bundle. Um, and then I got the, the free... Uh, ps5 upgrade when i got my ps5 obviously but um okay i um i've never really been a fan of the assassin's creed games and the only reason i love this one so much is because it doesn't feel like an assassin's creed game and the fact that uh it has so much norse mythology in it i love it Love so everything like, to do with all things um, Vikings. If you like Valhalla, partially because of the first reason you stated how it feels different, then you would also like Origins and Odyssey because that's where they started the new. That's where they shifted the series from um, into an open world RPG that started with Origins, which I forgot. Okay. Origins and Odyssey were also on the PS4 <laughs> as well. Gotcha. To me, the best part of Assassin's Creed will always be the Ezio trilogy, Assassin's Creed 2, Brotherhood, and Revelations. Yeah. Especially Brotherhood, because you could recruit other assassins, and you could just, like, you could be walking down the street, and you could just push a button, and he, Ezio would raise his hand, and he'd go, 
you know, and then two of your assassin trainees would just come out of nowhere and stab the nearby guards and then run off like nothing happened, and you never had to lift right. a finger. You were like a fucking mob boss walking down the streets of Rome, just like, I want you to kill him. I want you to kill him and kill him as well, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and then it would just happen. They'd pop out of the shadows. It was awesome. I loved it. Oh, my God. Um, but, yeah, I digress. Uh, so the PS5 has a lot for it. I haven't played Returnal because, again, I'm not into roguelikes and Soulsborne games, but I hear a lot of good things about that one. Uh, Speaking of well. which, I just added Returnal to my library because it is now available on PlayStation Plus. Good luck. That's a hard one. Uh, oh, Days Gone, <laughs> which was a PS4 game, but I keep thinking... I've been playing so many PS4 games on the PS5 that I forget they're PS4 games sometimes. And sometimes the PS5 does things to make them look and play better, too. Like the Oh, absolutely. Um, like one, The Last one of Us example. Part 2 has a uh, PS5 exclusive patch. that It doesn't have a PS5 upgrade, but it has a PS5 patch that makes it run better on the PS5. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I, 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 I'd, I'd be kicking myself if I didn't mention Cyberpunk 2077. Um, oh, yeah. that, uh, was originally on PS4, but it was broken for PS4. So, I mean, it, it's obvious. It, 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 it was made with the PlayStation 5 in mind. With next gen. With the series. Next gen, X. It was, yeah, with, it was with, meant with yeah, the ninth with, gen. With ne- yeah, it was it was made it was made with the uh, the next gen consoles in mind. Current gen now because we're deep into it. They came out in twenty twenty. <clears throat> not wrong. Console lifespan is usually six years, and we're already three years in. Yeah, you're not. Jeez, this the system is three years old, isn't it? Jeez. Uh, yep, 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 yep. Both of them are. So Man. that's. Yeah, yeah. So that's something. Um, and, you know, I don't have it yet, but, you know, PS5 has the PlayStation VR 2, which seems to have, like, better yeah. hand controls. The hand controls have joysticks on them now, so it's more like the Oculus Quest. Um, yeah. I can't wait to get my hands on that at some point, because they have a sequel to Until Dawn Rush of Blood called Switchback VR. They have a Horizon mm-hmm. game. They have a VR version of Resident Evil Village, which is Resident Evil 8. Um, mm-hmm. VR VR version of the Resident Evil Four remake as well. Uh, yeah, all kinds of shit like that. So I'm oh man, so many things uh, I wish, but unfortunately, just can't afford it right now. But it, eventually, for sure, it's gonna I happen. am like uh, this game isn't out yet. I know we talked about it during the um, during the uh, Summer Game Fest episode that we did. But I cannot wait for Avatar Frontiers of Pandora. Ah, yes. Far Cry with an Avatar skin. Yeah, pretty much. Speaking of which, first Far Cry game I ever got into was Far Cry 5. I was very interested in the narrative, especially because of some of the things that were going on in real life around that time. And uh, Fair. It ended up not being what I thought it was, but I was like, okay. And then I ended up playing its sequel, Far Cry New Dawn, and I was like, okay, now this is what I was looking for. What the fuck? That was an acid trip of a game. But Far Cry 6, which is a PS5 game, might be the best one in the series that I've played so far. Granted, I haven't played 3 and 4. 
and there are remasters of them. I plan on playing three has Voss in it, who is played by the guy who plays Nacho in Better Call Saul. Um, mm-hmm. So <clears throat> as the villain, but Far Cry Six on that same note has uh, Gus from Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul as the villain, and okay, he he does a really good job. Um, yeah, so I I I like. Uh, I like those games. On that same note, the upcoming Star Wars game uh, that's by Ubisoft uh, Outlaws or whatever is basically just Assassin's Creed and Splinter Cell with a Star Wars skin. So yeah. Now uh, I do it, have to mention Grand Theft Auto Five one more time. Of course, one more time. <laughs> Mainly because when they released it for the PlayStation Five, they also released a companion service with it called GTA Plus. And what oh, that does yeah. is every every, uh, every microtransactions. Every month that you're billed, you are you receive $500,000 in-game money. Uh you also get exclusive uh GTA Plus member uh uh if it has content that you can get for free or at an additional discount or even um just free collectibles that you can uh earn during different heists and shit got to be honest one of the downfalls for me of the new generations of consoles ever since i want to say like the ps4 mainly and onward is this Holy loot boxes and microtransactions and live service games uh, stuff that we keep getting a lot of. Um, I'm starting to see that yeah. die down more now, which is good. But like that, uh, it, it started causing really bad business practices. That's why the first Star Wars Battlefront game was so bad, and it ended up like mm-hmm. it made them. They had to make actual laws about gambling in video games because of that shit. Oh. Um, and you got the casino in Grand Theft Auto Online. Yeah, but... Um... Okay, and, um... I'm trying to think. The, the Xbox... You know, I have the Series S, not the X. I got it as a Game Pass machine. But I have to say, Game, yeah. Game Pass is one of the best deals in gaming, hands down. And, uh... I got to play a lot of things through the, uh... Through that, and they're... They've been killing it with some of the indies over there, I'll say. Like, uh, The Artful Escape. Um, they did uh, Hi-Fi Rush. This year came out is a real good one um, that they put out there. They have, uh, what was it? Uh, As Dusk Falls was one mm-hmm. that I played recently last year uh, that was exclusive to it. Um, Artful Escape is an exclusive, but it was over there first. Um yeah. Stuff like that. Um, uh, recently, they put out uh, Atomic Heart. I don't. That one's not exclusive either. But if you're a fan of Bioshock or Wolfenstein, definitely check out Atomic Heart. Uh, that game okay. is something else. Uh, okay. yeah. I fully plan on getting an Xbox Series S at some point, solely uh, for uh, uh, as a Game Pass Game Pass machine, like you. Plague Tale Innocence was on the PS4 originally, and that ended up being one of my favorite games of all time. And then Plague Tale Requiem, the sequel, was on the PS5 and the Xboxes, and I played it on the Series S because it was also released on Game Pass. Um, nice. They bought up a bunch of people and they got exclusives. So, like, uh, Psychonauts 2 
came out a couple of years ago, and that was an Xbox uh, game. They put it out on Game Pass as well. So I played that. Nice. Um, yeah, yeah. It's been um, ever since Game Pass. There's the Xbox has been getting a lot more love uh, from me, um, <clears throat> and. Yeah, I played actually quite a few things. They got some of the Persona games on there now, and it's just a plethora. It's a smorgasbord. You know, some stuff expires eventually, but Disney Dreamlight Valley, which is kind of a live service game, they keep updating it. It's basically Disney yeah. Animal Crossing. That's an early access and free on Game Pass. Um, has I actually ended up, I ended up buying that one. Oh, really? Yeah, I played a little bit of it here and there. Okay, okay. Yeah, um, oh, Amnesia the Bunker came out this year, and it was free on Game Pass, and I played that, did a Let's Play of it, and man, that was a good one. Um, cannot lie. Nice. I really enjoyed that. Um, we forgot to mention Detroit Become Human, looking back on PS4, yes. too. Uh, yeah, that was a good one. As far as choice-based another, games. That was another good choice-based game. Brought to you by the people that did Heavy Rain and um, Beyond Two Souls. Um, and and then, of course. Dawn. We mentioned Until Dawn earlier. No, different developer. Until Dawn is super massive, and those other three games I mentioned is Quantic Dreams. Oh, really? Yeah. Yep. Super massive games. Yeah, similar style, but no, Quantic Dreams hasn't done anything since Detroit Become Human. So fair enough. Um, but there is yeah, there is um. Supermassive did Until Dawn, and then they did Rush of Blood and The Inpatient, which were VR games, you know, spin-off stuff. But they were in the same universe for us Until Dawn. But then they started doing a new franchise called the Dark Pictures Anthology, which is like, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's an anthology of different horror stories. Each game is a different story. And the first season of games had um, four different stories. Uh, well... Shit, what was the first one? Okay, so they had Man of Medan, which was on a boat, a ghost ship story. They had Little Hope, which was a, like, kind of Silent Hill vibes, like abandoned, creepy town. And then they have flashbacks to, like, the Salem Witch Trials in it. Mm-hmm. Um, they had, what was it? Oh, House of Ashes. That's right, that was the third one. That one is more of an action-y one. Takes place during the war in Iraq, where a bunch of soldiers get trapped underground fighting off these alien demons. It's very uh, Ridley, Ridley Scott or Resident Evil feeling, you know. Um, Interesting. Yeah, and then, of course, the newest one, The Devil in Me, which is very, like, Saw or The Collector. Uh, it, it's it's a mix of, like, ch- Saw-style traps and being chased by a serial killer like Jason Voorhees mix. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yep, so it's... Uh, and that is all the, the first season of... The Dark Pictures Anthology, four games. They're going to do a season two starting next year, and the first game in that one is going to be a sci-fi horror uh, game called, um, I want to say, like, uh, I can't remember the name of it. It's like Moon 2099 or some shit like that. But um, Sounds yeah. about right. You know I how in Until Dawn... It. Until dawn, you could pick up the totems that would show you potential deaths or, like, ways of getting out of deaths and stuff. The Dark Pictures games have that, too, but they're pictures you can look at that show you the future. And certain uh-huh. really hard really hard to find ones have clips from the next game in them, you know, to give you a nice. hint of what's coming. 
And then every time you finish a Dark Pictures game after the credits roll, the ed- there's a post credit scene that's a trailer for the next game. Nice. Um, yeah. Took so, a page out of Marvel's book. Yeah, they did. Um, I'm actually looking through my library on the PS5 right now just to make sure I don't miss anything. Notice that they started at it once they got their new PlayStation Plus, uh, which is like the, their version of Game Pass. They started adding PS1 classics and PSP classics and adding trophies to them and stuff. I just got the mm-hmm. Platinum Trophy in Twisted Metal 2 today, like the PS1 classic Twisted Metal 2. Um, Can't forget the quarry. Yeah, the quarry. Now that is a super massive game. This is the true spiritual successor to Until Dawn. It is not part of the Dark Pictures anthology. It is a standalone game. Um, and yes, gotcha. it is by su- su- super massive. Um, they also released a. They did a remake of the first Last of Us and called it the Last of Us Part One to go along with Part Two. Graphically, it looks more the same, and they tweaked the AI to play more like Part Two. Um, Horizon mm-hmm. Forbidden West, the sequel to Horizon Zero Dawn. Um, yes, actually, my PS5 came bundled with that. Forspoken is a recent PlayStation exclusive. Um, indie game Chia is a recent PlayStation. I think it's exclusive. Uh, Genshin Impact, the only place you can play it besides PC or mobile on consoles is on PlayStation. Um, Life is Strange, Two Colors. Yes, yeah. Ghostwire Tokyo. Uh, mm-hmm. And um, I want to mention what it, I, I think I skimped out on it before, but Alan Wake originally was an Xbox 360 exclusive, but there is a remastered version on the PS4 and PS5 that you can play now. Yeah, I have it in my library already, and I actually um, have it downloaded too. Now, here's a, here's one that I want to talk added... about. Oh, yeah? That uh, I really enjoyed the mechanics of. Hot Wheels Unleashed. Okay. It definitely shows off the um what the uh the the haptic triggers can do on the on the dual on the dual sense controller. Oh I forgot about the medium. So, fun fact, ever since Layers of Fear, I've basically fallen in love with Bloober Team as a horror game developer. They also, um, besides Layers of Fear and Layers of Fear 2, they also did um, um, Observer and Mm -hmm. uh, the Blair Witch game and another game called The Medium, and they're working on the Silent Hill 2 remake right now. And the medium is the whole reason I got the Xbox Series S, because I had Game Pass already on the Xbox One, but the medium wasn't on the Xbox One, it was a next-gen exclusive, and my PC couldn't run it. Um, it, it was too asking too much, because it's basically running two games at once with the split-screen mechanic that it does. So I ended up getting the Xbox Series S as a Game Pass machine, specifically so I could record a Let's Play of the medium. Um, so, so I was looking through my P, my my PlayStation library as well, and I came across something that is inclu- that's currently included in uh, PlayStation Plus. Uh, it is the Dark Pictures Anthology Man of Medan. Oh, yep, that is part. Yep, I mentioned that already. That's part of the that was the first one, the Ghost Ship one. Yeah, um, yeah. Another. I, 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 uh, Ghost Ship game. I need to play that. 
Of course, I guess we, we definitely can't talk about PS5 exclusives without mentioning Stray, although it was also on PS4, but... Yeah, I love that. I love that game. I, I didn't get to finish it before they took it off of PlayStation Plus, but I definitely plan on buying it at some point so I can finish it. Yeah, yeah, because that game, it definitely deserves the uh, the attention. Um, little Nightmares and Little Nightmares 2, got to shout out those as little horror games that I like. Um, yes. Kingdom Hearts 3 was a PS4 game, but, you know, it's backwards compatible, so whatever. Um, came uh, out, this uh, one was Crash on Bandicoot PS- 4. This one was on PS4 that I forgot to mention, but it's also on PS5. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2. A bundle. Yep. The two yep, games. I yep. love the Tony Hawk Pro Skater games. I don't know why I didn't... Okay, so I'm going to backtrack a little further back to PS2. And I'm going to mention my favorite Tony Hawk Pro Skater game. And that is Tony Hawk Pro Skater 3. And the reason that is... That is where my love for Darth Maul came in. Because when... Oh, you still yeah. Had, when you still had the fucking cheat codes... Now you just have to pay for the 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 downloadable content or the extra stuff. But uh it, Darth Maul was one of the uh was one of the cheat code characters on Rock Pro Skater 3. I really hope at some point since they already remastered uh Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2 that they do the same with Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 3 and 4. Cuz 3 and 4 were Amongst my favorite PlayStation 2 games. Okay. Man, just looking at this list of nostalgia, uh, there's mean, so many things dude. that I for, I forgot even existed. Right. I forgot to talk about when their when their times were there. Um, quick fire, real quick. I will mention like, um, like uh, Dark Siders and Nino Kuni. Um, Nino Kuni. I mentioned yep. Far Cry already. And um, Vampire and Dragon Quest, Mortal Kombat, all kinds of stuff. The Pathless PS5 game, Astro's Playroom, we mentioned earlier, it's built into the PS5. Yes, yeah, it um, uh, it shows off the mechanics of the free. F- it shows off yep. the mechanics of the uh, the Dual Sense controller, gives you the introduction to the system and all that good uh, stuff. Moss and Moss Book Two. Yep. Uh, and VR games, mm. um, yeah. Um, Vader Immortal is a VR franchise yes. as well. Uh, that one was really cool. Borderlands one, two, and three. Uh, yeah. So just wow. So so many things. We are fucking spoiled for uh, for choices these days when it comes to video games. Absolutely, um, we are. But. But um, since this is already going to be a long episode, we're going to quick fire through the handhelds real quick. I'm just going to mention some of them, but we'll stop on the ones that we've actually uh, played. I'm not going to talk about anything before the original Game Boy because, I mean, there was like the microvision and shit like that, but nobody remembers that stuff. We're going to start with the original Game Boy, the old, the big gray one that you had to put the AA batteries in with the green screen, and it didn't have color yet, you know? So, um... See, I didn't have that one. I had I had the, the Game Boy Pocket, the, the metallic blue uh, Game Boy. Okay, then we will... It didn't have it. It, it was st- it was still with the uh, with no color. We though. will. I will quick fire. 
probably some of the most popular things to hit that one would have been like the three original Pokemon games, red, blue, and yellow. You know, they, they were they were color yes. compatible with the Game Boy Color, but they were also playable on the original. Um, that they had that. Um, I think there were also some like Wario games and some. Um, some Mario games and shit like that. Your typical Nintendo flair. I remember playing a Quest for Camelot game on it, actually. Mega Man. I played I played my first Mega Man game on, on Game Boy. Tetris was on the Game Boy. That was kind of, I think, where it started, actually. Sure was. Obviously, Tetris is a big deal. Um, and then we have the Sega Game Gear, which a handheld handheld Sega thing. They had Sonic games. They had. It wasn't a very. I forgot about that. It, it wasn't a very big or popular thing, you know. I think it actually kind of failed. But there were a few games on it worth mentioning. Definitely some Sonic stuff for sure. I forgot about that. Yeah. Uh, let's see the, the, the Turbo Express, the Game Mate, the Game Master, yada yada. The, wow, the, there were a lot of obscure handhelds. The Sega Nomad, um, the Neo Geo Pocket. Yeah, that's what a you know played the Wonder Swan. Jesus. All right, here we go. Mm-hmm. Um, so the Game Boy Color, um, you know, had a lot. It was basically. Played all the same games as the original Game Boy, but in color, but also had some exclusive games that were meant for it, you know, Game Boy Color games. And those would have mm-hmm. been, like, the next, gen of, yep. the next gen of Pokemon games, like Gold, Silver, and Crystal. Crystal being probably my, fav- my yep. favorite of all time, actually. Uh, I remember playing a Rayman game on the Game Boy Color. I remember playing um, Pokemon Pinball on there. Um... I don't remember many of the games that I had for Game Boy. I know I had uh, Mega Man and I had a wrestling yeah. game, but I don't remember what game it was. But I do know it's old enough for because before The Rock was The Rock, he debuted as Rocky Maivia, and that is the version of The Rock that was in this game. Okay. Yeah, wow, yeah, the Game Boy Color had um, some... I think there was a Metroid game on there. There might have been. I could be wrong yep. about that. Mm-hmm. Oh, but... I, I did have one or two Mario games on my Game Boy. Yeah, yeah. It's when, I per- when, I, when I first played a Mario game was Game Boy. I think they had, like, Super Mario um, Land or something like that on there. I think that's what it was, yeah. Super Mario Land, it was on Game Boy, yeah. But this... I had the Game Boy Advance SP, and Game Boy Advance SP, the full, the one that folds in yeah, half. Yeah, so the Game Boy Advanced, um, I was I was on the Game Boy Color, we haven't advanced to the Advance yet. Okay, <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm just trying to think uh, any more standout games for the Game Boy Color, but... I'm kind of drawing a blank here. Emerald? No, Emerald... Pokemon Emerald, Pokemon Sapphire? Those were advanced games. Oh, were they? Those were advanced games. Okay, yeah, you're not wrong. Never mind. Um... Just looking here real quick. So there was... A lot of the stuff on the Game Boy Color was just... And a lot of handhelds in general was like these, like low-budget tie-in games for, like, cartoons and movies and stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. You know, 
there was like a Dragon Ball Z game, for example. The Emperor's New Groove, the video game. Yep. Like sometimes they would have like hand handheld yep. versions of games that were also on consoles, and they would be like inferior uh, versions. Like there was a. Oh, you remember Ham Hamtaro? Yeah. Wow. See. Yeah, I forgot about Hamtaro. There was a game on the Game Boy Color based on the first Harry Potter movie as well. There sure was, wasn't God, the Harry Potter is that old. Some Looney Tunes <laughs> games that were on there as well. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh there I was remember. a Mickey Mouse racing game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah, they had a Shrek Fairy Tale Freakdown. Okay. The SpongeBob game, uh Legend of the Lost Spatula. I- I did have that one. I did have that SpongeBob game. Okay. Yep. <laughs> uh, yeah, there was a couple of Tomb Raider games. There's a Toy Story game. But okay, mm-hmm. um, moving on to the Game Boy Advanced and by extension the Game Boy Advanced XP. Um, one of the first things I remember is Mario Kart Advance for that one. And also. See, I didn't have that. Um. I had Emerald and Sapphire. Yeah, po- for Pokemon. Pokemon Emerald was the one I played. Okay, I had yeah, I think it was I think it was either I had Sapphire and my brother had Emerald or the other way around. Emerald was the green one, obviously. Um yeah, yeah. Mario Kart Super Circuit was what it was called on the Game Boy Advanced. The Game Boy Advance was a little bit better because it had a widescreen ratio um, instead of the square yep. the 4 by 3 It was 16 by 9 um, And so they were able to do a little bit more. So they had like one of the um, Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga was one of the games they introduced on there. Um, I think they had another mm-hmm. another Paper Mario game. They had an RPG called Golden Sun. That was a big deal. They had Fire Emblem, Castlevania, Final Fantasy Tactics Advanced, Mario Golf, Metroid. Yep. Um, they had... Wasn't there a Luigi's Mansion on there, too? Metroid Fusion and Metroid Zero Mission, Wario Land 4. Um, I don't see, though. They had a few Zelda games, the Minish Cap specifically. Um, mm-hmm. They had a Ruby and Sapphire version of Pokemon Pinball. Um, yeah. Mario Tennis, another Golden Sun game. Uh, yeah. Just, uh... I had a game called Cartoon Network Block Party. Speaking of which, you remember um, another game that was basically like a ripoff of Super Smash Bros. that had Cartoon Network characters called Punch Time Explosion? No, I don't remember that. Oh, yeah, it's called Cartoon Network Punch Time Explosion XL. I had it on the PS3. I thought we played it. But, yeah, it was basically Smash Bros. but with Cartoon Network characters. And then more in recent... We might have, now that you mentioned that. In recent years, they released a Nickelodeon version of that. I heard about that, and I fully support that. I want to buy it at some point. I've unfortunately heard that it is not good. (laughs) Um... Oh. Yeah, unfortunately. There's a, oh, there was a Mario uh, there, Party game a, uh, on the Game Boy Advance. Mario Party Advance. I forgot about that. Oh, shit. Sure was. I don't think I had it, though. 
I don't think I ever started playing any of the Mario Party games until you and I started hanging out. But yeah, those, um, that was basically, that's the Game Boy Advance and the Game Boy Advanced SP. Um, I'm trying to think. The Nintendo DS is the next one in line. Um, See, I didn't have a DS, so I won't be able to contribute to this one. Oh, well, I bought the Nintendo DS because at the time, the next Kingdom Hearts game, speaking of which, Kingdom Hearts Chain of Memories originally came out on the Game Boy Advance, but they remastered it for PS2, or remade it for PS2, and then they remastered that remake on the PS3 and 4. Blah. Okay. Gotcha. Um, But there were two games on the Nintendo DS that were uh, Kingdom Hearts games that I bought it for. They turned them into movies in the HD collection, but they were um, 358 Days Over 2, where you play as Roxas when Sora's asleep, and um, Coded, where you play as a digital version of Sora in the journal after the events of the second game. And I liked those, um, but I'm glad they made them into movies in the HD collections. But one of the biggest Nintendo DS games of all time is called The World Ends With You. It was so popular, in fact, that instead of Final Fantasy characters in Kingdom Hearts 3D, they had The World Ends With You characters. um, Nice. But the Nintendo DS had The World Ends With You, which really took advantage of the touchscreen thing. Animal Crossing, another Animal Crossing. Mario Kart DS, another Super Mario Bros. game. Pokemon Platinum and Diamond and Pearl were DS games. Um, DS was the another first. Mario- uh, was the first one with the uh, with the stylus too, wasn't it? Yep, yep, and it had the dual screen. That's why they called it the DS, Nintendo Dual Screen. Um, mm-hmm. Mar- Mario Party DS, Pokemon Black and White, uh, another another Golden Sun, more Castlevania games, more WarioWare games, Yoshi's Island game, a sequel to Okami called Okamiden, um, The Legend of Zelda: Phantom Hourglass was on there, uh, Metroid mm. Prime Hunters. Uh, yeah, the Nintendo DS was where it started to get really good with the with the handheld games for them. Um, right, I would say because it was followed up by the 3DS, but we're not there yet. Um, because around the same time as the Nintendo DS, we also had the PSP, the PlayStation Portable, yes. which All right, had now I, Kingdom I, Hearts: Birth I, by Sleep and Final Fantasy VII: yes. Crisis Core. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw down on this one because I had quite a few games for for PSP. I had one of my all time favorite games that I had for PSP was uh, the Jackass game. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. They made a Jackass game for uh, for PSP. They also made a Napoleon Dynamite game for PSP. I fucking lo- it was a bunch of mini games. Oh wow. Oh, let's see, what else did I have? Oh, I had a lot keep, of, like... Before we keep going on the PSP, before I forget, um, I do have to shout out a couple. On the DS, there was a sequel to Final Fantasy XII called Final Fantasy XII Revenant Wings, which was the RTS game. Um, okay. And they also had a few Crystal Chronicles games, which the first Crystal Chronicles was a GameCube game. Um, and then nice. they had a sequel to Tactics called Tactics A2, Grimoire of the Rift. So those were, I just, uh, I, I almost forgot about those, even though I own all of them. <laughs> Fair enough. I did play a lot of games on the PSP, though. I already mentioned Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep and Crisis Core, but, um, there was also a few yeah. Disgaea games, uh, the PSP ports of Final Fantasy 1, 2, and 3, they had, 
Um, also, uh, Silent Hill Origins, I played on there. Um, mm-hmm. A couple of puzzle puzzle games. I mostly just played exclusives. Uh, oh, I had those God of War PSP games, Chains of Olympus and Ghost of Sparta, even though I also had the PS3 remasters, but still, I, I played them on the think PSP I may first. Have... I think I may have played Chains of Olympus a little bit. I don't okay. remember. Um, but I, I primarily, the, honestly, I'm not, I'm not even gonna lie. I, I primarily used my PSP for the UMD movies that they had, and I, one of my favorites that I uh, had yep. was uh, one of my favorite TV shows that was on at the time. Viva La Bam, and I think I had volumes two and three, and one of them had my favorite episode. One of my favorite episodes on it when uh, when Johnny Knoxville was in was came into the picture, and he was in a okay. prank war with Bam with Bam Margera and Ryan Dunn and all of their buddies. Okay. I'm going to quick fire off this list for the PSP games here, but we got Metal Gear Solid, Peace Walker, Daxter, um, Ratchet and Clank Size oh, I Matters. I forgot about Daxter. Uh, yeah, Ratchet and Clank Size Matters, Jean d'Arc, Monster Hunter Freedom Unite, Wipeout Pure, Ye 7, Metal Gear Solid Portable Ops, Persona 3, Valkyria Chronicles 2. Uh, yes, that's one that I have. I forgot about that. Um, Metal Gear Acid, Loco Roco 2, The Third Birthday, which is the third game in the Parasite Eve franchise, um, yep. which, you know, the first game is still the best one in there, and they need to remake it. Uh, Burnout Legends, Little Big Planet, there was a PSP version. Mega Man Powered Up, there was a yeah. PSP Grand Turismo, there was a Grand Turismo game on PSP. Uh, Patapon I had 3, that. Um, Secret Agent Clank, Tekken Dark Resurrection, um, and so How on the and forth, so we... forth. How the hell did we skip over the 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 Jack and Daxter games in the PS2? Oh, those era? were on the PS2. We didn't. I said the three mascots for the PS2 were Jack and Daxter, Ratchet and Clank, and Sly Cooper. I said that. Oh, you did. You did. You're right. Yep. 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 Um, but uh, okay. Um. This is going to be a long episode, and I apologize, but we are moving right along here into the 3DS, the Nintendo 3DS, which is obviously another... It's the DS, but with 3D. It had a little slider where you could turn the 3D on and you could watch... You could play games in 3D on this without need, the need of glasses. The screen had its own... Yes. Um, so, obviously, Kingdom Hearts 3D, Dream Drop Distance, was a big one on here. And they also did um, remasters, I guess you could say, ports of Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask. Um, and then they had some Phoenix Wright games, um, Monster Hunter, again, Animal Crossing New Leaf, Pokemon Sun and Moon. There was a companion game, Smash Bros. game, to the Nintendo Wii Smash Bros. game, Super Smash Bros. 3DS. Uh, okay. Icarus Uprising, Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon. There was a Luigi's Mansion yep. game on the 3DS. That might have been the one you were thinking of before. Um, yeah, yeah, it sure was. Mario vs. Donkey Kong, Tipping Stars, 
The Binding of Isaac Rebirth. Oh yeah, that's yeah, that's also on the Fire Emblem. Got it's got like a renaissance on the 3DS with the Fire Emblem Awakening. I remember that Theater Rhythm Final Fantasy uh, was a 3D the, where you know I love my rhythm games and I love Final Fantasy. Well, the 3DS is where the Final Fantasy rhythm games started. They started with Theater Rhythm and then they did Curtain Call and now they have Final Bar Line out on consoles. So. But the first two were 3DS games. Yokai Watch, um, Bravely Default, and Bravely Second End Layer mm-hmm. were uh, games. Um, a 3DS version of Xenoblade Chronicles, uh, and so much shit. They there was a lot of games on the 3DS. Absolutely, um, I'm not gonna lie. Uh, on a Tales of Tales of the Abyss. I owned a lot of them. Did you have a 3DS? I didn't, but I actually got to play on one a couple times. So what are your... Oh, Mario Kart 7 was also on the... That was a good one. I don't... That's where they introduced the, um... The the ink splatter, uh... Yeah. the, The... The... Because... Since it was in 3D, it looked like the ink was flying out the screen at you, so it was part of the gimmick. The gliding right. mechanic started with that one, too, I believe... Was I, it that one or the Wii one? I don't remember what game what? I played, but I do know that the 3DS had a plethora of games. It also had virtual console support. Like, you could buy and download, like, Game Boy and Game Boy Color games on there and play them. Even yeah. some older, some other stuff, too. Because I had Pokemon Crystal on there. Or have. Um, okay. Either way. They also remade Ruby and Sapphire as Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire. Yes. On there. And they also had Pokemon X and Y, and they had Ultra Sun and Moon mm-hmm. as well. So, yep, a lot of that. Um, moving right along, the next thing in line is the PlayStation Vita, which unfortunately did not get a lot of love and isn't supported much anymore, but it should have because it had basically handheld versions of a lot of PS3 games like PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale, looked Mm -hmm. and played exactly the same, but it was handheld. Um, this is also where I think, I want to say the Danganronpa franchise started, um, which, (laughs) I love that, um, yeah, and... Uh, Uncharted, there was an Uncharted prequel game called Uncharted Golden Abyss on the PlayStation Vita. Okay. That was really good. Um, let's see. Uh, there was another Mod Nation Racers game on there. There was another Little Big Planet. Tearaway saw its re- uh, original release on the PS Vita before it became Tearaway Unfolded and remastered on consoles. Gravity yeah. Rush, same thing. Gravity Rush was a Vita exclusive before it was remastered for consoles. Mm-hmm. Freedom Wars. Freedom Wars is a good game for fans of Monster Hunter on there. Killzone Mercenary was on there. Soul Sacrifice, Super Stardust Delta, Yeez, another Yeez game, um, Unit 13. Yeah, I mentioned Danganronpa. Tales of Hearts, um, Dragon's Crown, Silent Hill Book of Memories, which was weird for Silent Hill because it was like a dungeon crawler instead of a horror game. Very, very different. Um, the PS Vita had a lot of potential, but unfortunately didn't get supported enough, and its life was cut short. But you could play, um, if you had digital PSP games, you could download and play them on the Vita. Nice. Um, 
not yeah. discs, obviously, but yeah, there no, was I, an Uncharted. Um, there was a uh, Uncharted trading card card battle game called Uncharted Fight for Fortune, which synced with Uncharted Golden Abyss. If you found treasures and stuff in Golden Abyss, you would unlock extra cards and fight for fortune. Okay. So, you know, I I never really got any hands-on time with a PlayStation Vita, but I always did want one. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say it's worth it anymore now, especially because most of its best exclusive have been remastered on PS4 anyways. Right. But, yeah, the only thing it'd be worth it for at this point is Uncharted Golden Abyss, because everything yeah. else that you could have got the most out of on it isn't worth it anymore since the servers have been shut down. Right. But it was cool while it lasted with some of the things that it did and the features that it had. Uh, but, absolutely. All right. Um, yeah, I enjoyed some of the games on there, not gonna lie. Uh, but, yeah, my Vita just doesn't see a lot of life anymore. I I bought, like, I wanna say, like, Persona 4 Golden on there to play it, and then it ended up being put on Game Pass anyway, so... Fair. Uh, yeah. Um, but anyways, well, that does it for the handhelds, and thus it does it for our lists, so... There you go, a very long episode with a very hefty discussion. Um, yes. Our episodes normally won't be this long, but we went through the entire history of video games. Yes, so, we did. You know. <laughs> but um, anyways, so that'll be it for this uh do you have any closing thoughts? I guess would you say uh, with our? I guess with our closing, what what was what's your favorite generation among the games? Maybe My like out of favorite... all the consoles that ever came out, which one had the best games of all time for you? I would have to say, uh, Gen Seven, uh, when the with the PS3 and the Nintendo Wii. Not even gonna lie. Okay. I, it was that was that was that was that was my favorite. The PS Wii sixty era. <laughs> that that. Um. Now, if I had oh, to go okay. with ha- if I had to go with favorite handhelds, hands down the Game Boy. Okay, Game Boy or Game Boy Color or Advance. I, Game Boy, just Game Boy. I had the Game Boy the the blue metallic uh, Game Boy Pocket. I didn't have the big brick one. Okay. I was going to say, because the Game Boy Advance can play Game Boy and Game Boy Color games, so you get the best of every world with that one. Yeah, no, I, uh, Game Boy, hands down for the handhelds. Console-wise, for me, nostalgia talking here, but I think the best generation was the PS2. Um, Fair enough. Personally. Fair enough. Um, handhelds, handhelds, the 3DS, I would say. Okay. The 3DS or the PSP, they came. They were they were out around the same time, so it's a real tough competition. Oh yeah, yeah. absolutely, always is. Uh, um, but yeah, uh, they would go. I mean, it, there's a, a testament to be had to the fact that a lot of the games that came out on the 3DS and PSP have now been remastered for consoles. So, mm-hmm. um, same for the Vita, of course. But the Vita's yeah. library is very is criminally small, anyways. So. Fair. Um, <clears throat> but yes, okay. So that yeah, those that's what I would go with. I'd say the PS2, and okay. then okay, and um, 
So you said the PS3 and the, the PS Wii 60 era and the game. Okay, so what was for you the best game from the PS3 360 Wii era? Personally, Ooh, personally, number one. PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale. Wow, okay. That's high praise. That's high praise. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and for the Game Boy? For the Game Boy, Mega Man. Mega Man, okay. All right, wow. Okay, so for the PS2, for me, it's... Final Fantasy X beats out Kingdom Hearts 2 by just a smidge. Just a smidge. Barely. Just barely. And by a little bit. But that's the one for me. Um, And for the 3DS, I would have to say it's probably... Yeah, Mario Kart 7. Okay. I would have to. I would uh, probably have to argue for that one. It, yeah, yeah. I don't want to be cliche and say Kingdom Hearts Dream Drop Distance because, quite frankly, that's actually not one of the ones I've replayed the most. If I said the PSP, it probably would have been either Crisis Core or Birth by Sleep. Fair enough. So, um, yeah, Crisis Core was the reason to buy a PSP at the time. Anybody who wanted to see what happened before Final Fantasy VII jumped on top of that. It was a prequel to Seven, so. But now you can play a remastered version of that game called Crisis Core Reunion on the PS4 and 5. It's, okay. Uh, yeah, that's what that is. Crisis Core Final Fantasy VII Reunion is a remaster of the PSP game Crisis Core. A remake, nice. actually. Full-fledged remake-ish. It's a remaster It's It's like half remaster, half remake. Um, a remakester, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and it is on PS4 and PS5. Yeah, nice. and it shows you everything that happened before Final Fantasy VII, so you could even play that before playing the Seven remake. And then the, the sequel to the Seven remake is coming out in the beginning of next year called Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. Okay. So, yep, and that, that will have some tie-ins with Crisis Core, so it's worth nice. being informed on the, on the whole story. So, Makes sense. Yeah. Okay, so um, for those of you who are still li- still listening that didn't you know give up an hour and a half ago because how long this is, um, <laughs> we uh, we'd like to know your favorite games of the generation. If you're watching this on YouTube, let me know in the comments down below. Like, what's your? Tell me your favorite generation of gaming. Like, what was your favorite console of all time, and what was your favorite handheld of all time? What's the best memories for you? And then tell me your favorite game from your favorite console and your favorite game from your favorite handheld. Like I said, if you're watching on YouTube, answer in the comments down below. If you are listening anywhere else, you can uh, find this on YouTube and do the same or message me privately on places like Twitter or Facebook or email me at MrOversoul53 at gmail.com. M-R-O-V-E-R-S-O-U-L-5-3 at gmail.com on Twitter at Oversoul53 as well. But, um, yeah, so I guess this is the outro. Why don't you go ahead and plug your stuff? Uh, yeah, so you can find me on Twitter at The Vaping Fiend. 
on TikTok, uh, the.vaping.fiend. You can find me on Twitch at the Vaping Fiend. You can also find me on PlayStation as the Vaping Fiend. All right, and yep. That'll go. That's gonna go ahead and be it for this episode. And on account of this one being a longer one, we'll take a little bit of an extended break between this episode and the next one, especially because I've got a lot of stuff going on with moving soon. Fair enough. But in the meantime, in the meantime, everyone, uh, thank you all so much for listening. And of course, if you're on YouTube, click that like button as well. All right, we'll catch you in the next one. Good night, everybody. Bye.